Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Sideshow. My name is Mingo. This is Rob. This is Tony. And this is Big Lou. My name is Sebastian. So it's been a while since we've been on. So we've been back together. But uh, the other day I went to... I'm just going to start it right off because it irritated the shit out of me. Because I've seen a lot of companies that are starting to do this whole, like, go digital and change shit up. And... Uh, we went. To, I went to Walmart the other day to, to buy groceries like we normally do. Walked around. Dude, they have four fucking cash registers now for people. And the rest are all self-checkout. Might as well go to fucking food for less, right? Because that's where you have to bag your own shit. Now I got to ring it up. I don't get no discount for working there. Like, what the fuck? And they watch you. Yeah, they have people watching you. Well, why don't you just ring it up? Why are you fucking watching me? You work here. But it's for for expense. It's just a speedy checkout. Speedy checkout? Not when you don't know what you're doing. You know why it's speedy? Dog, <laughs> you can't go... Dit, dit hey, but yourself? fuck that. Hey. They can't stop me at the door from missing anything either because I ain't been trained. Hey, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I was actually thinking of getting like some type of device that makes that sound. <laughs> that way, y'all oh man, you can walk out with some good stuff. Cause I was at Home Depot, like, damn, I didn't, I didn't want to buy the stuff. So I was don't like, don't let Rob walk into Walmart. <laughs> no, a, lot of, a lot more shit's gonna happen. There was a, I think when the PS4s came out, somebody had taken a PS4 to the self checkout and weighed it. And paid the weight price like a fucking fruit. And he walked out with a PS4 for like 20 bucks. Wow. <laughs> wow. I hope a lot more of that shit happens so that they learn I'm their telling. lesson. So do you not use the uh, ATM machine? That's you, different. Only at, only, oh, only different. Only after hours. So during banking hours, you don't go to the ATM, ATM machine to withdraw money? No. He, he goes up to the fucking teller. It's psychopathic. Because I it's work because he's trying to get a date. Let's be no, real. Well, well, <laughs> well. None of them women Now that now that there's a balance in the account, maybe you know what I mean. But at some point, just hit the ATM. But no, I work during the day, so if I need cash, I can't go during the day. I got to go at night. It's the ATM's open. I'll go hit it. You know what I'm saying? So you, I, I have to go. I got no other choice. Or if I'm putting gas, I'll just take out an extra twenty here, the extra forty there. Okay, gas. Do you pay at the pump or do you go inside? I pay? go inside. Is it OCD? No, it's that if I have to do all the work, I better get a fucking discount. Why, if I have to do all the work, if I got to self-check myself how, out. How, how are you getting a discount getting gas? That's what I'm saying. If I'm paying for it and I'm doing it outside by myself, I don't have to see nobody. There's no interaction with the person because a person is your biggest expense in business, right? If I don't have to interact with anybody and I got to do it, why am I still getting charged the same price as somebody that goes inside? The same at Walmart. The prices are more expensive, and now I got to check my own shit out. Now, what I was saying about if, you, if I don't know what I'm doing, of course, it's obviously pretty easy to just get a damn scanner and beep. But let's just say there's like some kind of error. It's not reading it properly, or there's a discount that didn't come out 
Now you have to wait on the one person who's attending to like 12 different machines to come and enter their code or get a supervisor. That's what I was talking about. I mean, yeah, it's easy to grab and scan, but you're right. If I'm going to be grabbing, scanning, and bagging my own shit, they should at least offer some kind of a 2% discount on your products since they're not paying overhead on someone else doing it. Lou, they fixed that. They've put lights that are conveniently placed above each register. That if something is awry or you need to throw your ID for uh, an alcoholic purchase, the light flashes red. And if the register is available, it's just a solid green. However, though, again, we're talking about one person that, that attends these. Why are they going to all give these registers, discount? and you have to wait on this one person to attend to you? And God forbid they're already attending one customer, and this customer transaction is taking forever. We By should fucking they- do that. <laughs> we should all go in at once and have something go wrong at each register and just I'm fucking down. clog but them up. I, I just I edit just that out. I just don't. <laughs> understand why people think they want a discount because it's either take it or leave it or get the fuck out of here <laughs> well, yeah I mean if, if you want that personal service go to Jensen's well like okay why? You're at but Wal- it's always okay, been no, there no, though okay let's be real you're and at they didn't Walmart. lower the prices you're at Walmart kid so let me ask you a question no, no, no. hold on a second let's, let's be real about this okay you go into Motel 6 and you're expecting a bellman no it ain't gonna happen Okay, <laughs> you going to Walmart? That's what you get. Remember that TV you bought not too long ago? Yeah, I got fucked up service from Walmart. Walmart? Exactly, because uh, you got it from Walmart. You went to Target. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a little step like Target. Don't make it better. And Target didn't have that size of TV. That's why I didn't go there. I would have got it from them. But let me ask you this then: It, it would be the same as if you offered, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to do your pool anymore." Because I'm retiring, I'm just gonna go drop off all the fucking equipment, and I'm still gonna charge you the same. No, it'd be like more like, hey, I'm gonna put this uh, machine in your pool, automatic vacuum. But the homeowner's gonna say, well, I want a discount because you're not gonna be vacuuming. The Abs- machine is absolutely no. Hell no. Why not? Oh, okay. you're not doing it anymore. Okay, no let me let me rephrase it this way. I'm gonna go to a tire shop. I need a new tire. They come out with a drill to take my lug nuts. No, no, no. I want you to do it by hand. Unless you're going to give me a discount because you're doing it with a drill. No, that's different. Oh, that, 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 that ain't even the same. Come on. It is the same. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm no. expecting that's service. Like, no, no, no. That's like you going to the hospital and you go in there for you got stabbed or whatever. And then they just drop off or a shot. fucking needle and thread. <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah, that, that, it ain't bad. All you got to do is sew that shit up and get yourself well, right yeah, out. See, if you go to general hospital... They gonna put a, a band aid over that shit. Here comes Rob with his right. personal experience, and, and you can just do that shit in the waiting room, right? The, if you go to the hospital, I, you know, I ain't saying no names. But, you know, people you that pay did. money, they gonna treat you right. So if you don't, if you want it, what, what Tony's saying, if you want to get treated right, go to a place where they're gonna treat you right. If you, you know want, why? you know why? Cause Tony bougie. That's exactly. Hey, right. hey. You already getting a discount because Walmart prices are lower. Bullshit. That shit is expensive as shit, dude. And go to Jensen's or go to Gelson's and it's going to be oh, twice as Oh, fuck that. Gelson's, hey, fuck Jensen's that. Gelson's is expensive. Okay. And you know what? Their fucking, their fruit there doesn't last any longer. And you know than- what? They don't have any digital machines. You're right. No See, but that's why they charge all that extra you shit. See what I'm saying? So I'll- you are getting a discount by going to Walmart. No. Same shit. No, you just want more of a discount. Yeah, 
Because I'm doing it all myself. That's true, though. You are doing it yourself at Walmart. They're like, but it's like food. Might as well, well, might as well go to food for less. At least shit's cheaper there. And yeah, I can get got in that side that cut the right way. You always bumping the fools that you want to fight, though. <laughs> I'll just say Walmart, too. You got to go to You Target. do, yeah. You, I, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. So you're okay with everybody. Now, this goes back to what we talked about before with me ordering food and, and having it delivered, right? Because all those people that worked at the front counter at, at Walmart, where the fuck are they? They all lost their job. Now, on top of paying for, for that shit, now we're paying for them to collect their... their no, people, no, they haven't lost their jobs. They're, they're the ones watching you guys, making sure you ain't stealing nothing there's at those digital... There's one motherfucker in that bullpen watching you. He stands at the counter, waits for that light You'd to You'd be surprised. Rain. They're undercover walking around. Hey, my mother-in-law got fired, dude, from Walmart. She worked there for 10 years because she searched some, uh, some person's... Somebody got something in common with somebody. What? Oh, we <laughs> incognito with Walmart? No. What? Who else? You got fired from Walmart? No. Oh. <laughs> My mother-in-law's from the hood, dog, so she don't give a fuck. If you still ain't no matter, you were Walmart or down the street or in her house. And my mother-in-law, you know. my mother-in-law was a bougie lady from the hood. <laughs> yeah, so she uh, she said, hey, uh, you're, you're, you got something in your bag. I, I seen you put it in there. lady was like, oh, no, you did. And she did, right? <laughs> And my mother-in-law, sure enough, they searched her, found her. They fired her, bro. Really? They fired my mother-in-law for, Why? for searching her bag. Can't do that. Can't do that. <coughs> wow. Unlawful search and see. Yep. Even though she had the stolen property in her purse and they got her for uh, stealing everything, it's 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 a policy at Walmart. You can't search their bag. You could ask them. So in other words, Walmart will let you steal. You have, yeah, bro. If you walk out, or they gotta pretty much let you walk out and just call the cops. So if you ever need something big, just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> the meter is not gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not their job. But you said their TVs are not that dependable. So there goes no, that. No, it's yeah, it wasn't that. Yeah, well, if it's a Walmart brand TV, you might want to be worried about it, but. I mean, I got a. It, it was. It's a legit brand, bro. It's not it's the no. same one they sell everywhere. It's just, just a bad TV. Motherfucker works now. It's probably the yeah. where, it's probably the warehouse where they shipped it at Walmart. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call them out too, Rob. Fuck yeah. it. We'll call everybody. I don't give a fuck. Walmart warehouse. Get your shit together. <laughs> That's right. Well, and then they started making like the 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 aisles are real thin, like. They're trying to fit more product. Yeah. And less people. Oh, yeah, it, it's going to be a. I think maybe what they're doing because I think they're doing kind of like where Amazon does, where you can you could put shit in your in your cart. Like there, there's something digital that, that they're doing with with an Amazon store where you. Go ahead, yeah. you do, what, what's your name? Tell everybody hey, who you are. Vince, what's up, man? Welcome, guys. Just slide the mic over in front of Vince. Hey, let him, what's let him. up? What's up? Yeah, there. Um, I actually ordered something from Walmart. Um, and they'll pull it for you. They'll hold it in the back. You just got to walk in, tell them what your name is, show them the order number. They give it right there for you. So they can do the shopping for you. Like that, that's, that's, what, that's what they're trying to do. Target does, does the same shit. The Sorry, Target. My, my wife does it all the time. You know, she calls, she dials something up at Walmart and she goes, picks it up. And she gets all excited to do it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? She's like, oh, yeah, I ordered it. I'm going to go pick it up. Well, right. Walmart, Walmart will do food delivery now, too. Like I could order it all all online and have them bring it to you, but yeah, then, but 
the downside of doing that is like if you go in to pick your own vegetables and fruits, you're, you're picking, picking quality. Right. They're just going to grab whatever is there, throw it in a bag and take it. They're going to pick the top apple, whether it's got a brown spot on the bottom or not. They probably try to get rid of some old shit. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. There's going to be some snot, snot-nosed kid who doesn't really know anything about fruit maybe even grab the wrong fruit because he doesn't know the difference or some old motherfucker who did not give a fuck about his job anymore (laughs) hey what if someone teabags the fruit and then gives it to you (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i ain't doing that shit i'm gonna pick my own shit fuck that shit man (coughs) well you wash your fruit before you eat it don't you you can't get a teabag off of it you get a little soap and water you you gotta get all that wax and pesticides (laughs) off you'll never know You can get a snail trail off an apple. Now, any, now any, is pretty, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Now anytime Rob goes to fucking wash a fruit and he's fucking rubbing it, he's going to think about balls. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you guys probably are, though. <laughs> oh, man. So, what about Black Friday? What are they going to do for Black Friday? They're going to have everybody check themselves out? Yeah. They better have that, I'm gonna go to fucking Black Friday and go Walmart shopping. Yeah, because okay. it, I mean they have the only like way in the back they still have the the electronics department and there's a register there and you have to pay for your electronics in that department. You can't leave there without paying that shit. So the days of walking out without a with a big TV, well, but Black Friday they put them all in the fucking aisles, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know I gotta tell you I know somebody's gone to Walmart. Black Friday has come up on a couple TVs because they don't have a good process. Right. You know I mean, you walk in, you're like, yeah, I'm here for my TV. They'll load it in your fucking vehicle and you're out. Yep. You know what I mean? They help you carry it all out and shit. <laughs> yep. People well, and then they, they, they put all the big TVs charge. right there by the door when you go in. So, pick one up, walk right the fuck back out. Yep. Damn, people are ghetto as fuck. <laughs> you're one to talk, Rob. Hey, I pay for my shit. <laughs> hey, Rob's, hey, Rob's making I a Christmas know, list. I know one thing, man, that... Uh, I, it's a pecking order, man. You gotta pay for your shit so they can pay for their shit so they can pay their employees. It's just a pecking order, man. Yo, I gotta say though, man, one thing that really impressed me about Walmart, right, is that recently they they announced that they're raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. That's why oh. they got rid of all their fucking employees. Oh, there it is, right shit. there. That's, That's why they got fucking rid of everybody. Oh, we gotta pay you fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. Bye bye. Getting rid of okay. half of the staff. Hey, but everybody who's working is gonna make at least fifteen dollars an hour. That's I, right. I thought that was a good move because you're you're telling your people that you respect them and that you want them to come to work and do a good job for you. But not all you. Guys. And then the next day, have them install their fancy new self checkout line and then fire them the next. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why they got these. I mean, cashiers make most money, right? I mean, it, 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 not a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it, grocery stores they do, right? It, it depends yeah. on how you see. I mean, half glass half empty, half full. So yeah, you raise you raise this minimum wage. So yeah, so you make a couple employees happy, but now guess what? You just got rid of two or three employees. So, but that, that might have been a good opportunity for them to address those low-performing employees and say, you know what, we're gonna have to let you go because we have to make cuts, and based on your performance. You're going to be the one to get let go. So how long have you that, been working for Walmart no. as a representative? <laughs> That's true, though. They probably didn't get rid of a lot of people because, let's be fair, none of them fucking registers are open but two. Dude, think about the pandemic and all the people that were lazy that people were ever able to fire. Think about this shit. Yeah, all but these also com- with the pandemic, 
a lot of businesses had to hire extra people to cover the people that were yeah. going to be out there. FedEx, UPS, oh, I can't say them. <laughs> but no, they yeah, did. <laughs> they did. All they, all they, they, they all hired because my nephews, they all, dude, out of nowhere, they're driving FedEx trucks. And I'm like, what the hell? What type of test did you do? Nothing. They just gave me my shit and I'm gone. You know how to drive? Yes. Here, Theo, you want a box? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he gets fired and I feel bad because... Because, uh, you know, he's young, he's 21 or 22, and, and, you know, he had a good job, FedEx, the whole family's proud of him. And then he calls me, he says, Nino, I said, what's going on? He's like, I got fired today, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, kid. He said, what happened? He's like, well, you know, I only called in like two or three times a month. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's your thing right there, Godson, you know, you can't do that. You know, he's like, well... The thing is, is I worked seven days straight for them, 12, 13, 15 hours. He's like, say, yeah, but they don't look at that, you know? They don't look at what you put in, you know? They look at about, it's a, it's a computer that decides how many days you miss and how many times you call in. It's about what they can get out of you. It's because yeah. they're all union employees, so they got MOUs, man. They got black and white shit they got to get. Yeah. But I felt bad because he was, he was so proud of, everybody was proud of him, you know, but... I wish I would have known he would have called in because I told him, like, man, you that's one thing you don't do. You know, after I talked to him and I called him, I said, I probably missed three days of work in the last 10 years, you know. Because Is that true, Tony? He knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you wait so long? <laughs> and, the, and those three days was, was when my mother-in-law passed away, so... You know, you just don't miss work, man. Right. And now he learned. I hope he learns from that. And the next good job he gets, you know, he's probably... Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I hear you because I work for a company that they give us our sick days, but here we get all these sick days accumulated, and, we're, and, 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 and we, we, we can't use them. We can't carry them over or cash them in, but it's kind of like unwritten rule that's frowned upon. To take them. To take them. You know, but that but that's the old school way of, of looking about it. Yeah. I got to tell you, this company that I work for is the first one that ever, hey, if you need time off or you're sick, take your sick days. That's what they're there for. Yeah. And when you take your sick days, nobody's supposed to call you. You're, you're sick. You're homesick. Go take your fucking day. Don't worry about it. Your job's here. Yeah. 
All right. But because of that, I never I hardly ever call in sick, even when I am sick. So with me, it's like, and even like, when I'm hungover. But when I'm hungover. That's every damn day, Big Glue. Big Glue, are you hungover more than you're sick, or can you tell the difference? Like, oh, believe I can tell the difference. <laughs> so, no, when, with me, when, it, when I am sick, I don't use my those days I probably should. I probably... You know, dumb, dumb on my part. When I get older and wiser, I'm going to be reflecting back on why didn't I use those days. When you get older? <laughs> a lot older. I'm not nowhere near retirement yet. But uh, on the days when I do, when I am hungover, to to make an example for for you for your your hijado, your godson, um, there was days when I didn't want to get up because I was super hungover. But I I could picture my father like on the edge of, of my bed. Looking at me, saying, "All right, cabron, you take you, you did this to yourself. You now yourself. you got better get your ass up and take care of your responsibilities." And I could just like hear it, like he was right there next to me. And I'm like, "Oh, oh right, yeah. I better get up." Oh, you want to go and party like you a man? Now you got to go to work like party a man. Like get a up man, and go. Let's go. Get up like a man and work. That's right. So yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah. So that, that's the Mexican way, bro. But yeah. you know what? I think more it's more of a generational culture that we had. You know what I mean? So the 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 era that we grew up in, the schooling that we got, you know what I mean? The, the, the people who taught us, taught us to be responsible, to be hard workers, to be honorable, you know what I mean? So it's up to us to pass it on to our kids. That shit's lost. You know have we mean? done that though? It's gonna get lost. Have, yeah, have we, we done that? Do I, I think I've done it to a certain degree, but not to my father's degree. And I think it keeps getting watched down as, as, as generations go by. Because yeah. uh, our parents weren't like our, our grandparents. And we're definitely know we're like our parents, so little by little, it's becoming a lost, a lost. Uh, well, when you can, culture. when you can drink at night on and do a you know thirty second TikTok, and then wake up in the morning and do a thirty second TikTok all madiado and stay in bed all day long because they're paying you for people to watch it. Why get the fuck out of bed? That's right. Yeah. Live people. Just so they're getting every, lazier but smarter. Everything's yeah. changed, bro. It's not like. When we were young, I remember my uncle, he had two and a half acres, and I took care of sheep, rams, like, you know, you guys know what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, Point. I won. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I took care of chickens, goats, everything, right? And he told me one time, he's like, you see all these weeds? It's about an acre. He said, no. <laughs> he said, uh, no, he was a cop, bro. He was a retired police officer, so he was all strict. He tells me, uh, I want them all out. And uh, I was like, all right. He's like, and pull them by hand because they'll grow back fast if you cut them. And I remember I finished an acre of pulling weeds, dude. And it took me two weeks. And I came back and he gave me 20 bucks, man. Never forget that. 20 bucks for an acre? For an acre of pulling weeds. He got you, dog. Oh, that's all that fool did. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm glad my, I'm glad we didn't have no fucking land. I'd have I'd be sharing stories just like you. I got two words for that story. Round up. <laughs> <laughs>
I got one word for you, mesothelioma. I probably died of cancer exactly the other day. No, check on this. I ain't gonna bullshit. The other day, me and uh, Tony, I don't like calling him that, call him Pacheco, but I'll, I'll do that for everybody. We went to Home Depot. It's such a sacrifice. Now, it is, bro, because you know, like, I, I've heard I've heard about Tony. Your story's you know? long enough. Keep going. So anyways, we're in Home Depot, and... This fool grabs Roundup. First thing I thought of was cancer and shit. I was like, damn, man. But then I seen that they had a different label. So I said, all right, my boy's good. I'm going to lose Tony. <laughs> but I did think about that cancer shit. So we have something we want everybody to try. Uh, grab the glasses, throw in some ice. There's these new drinks that Mountain Dew came out with. Oh, damn. Uh, they're like a, it's like a watermelon. And people are trying them with vodka. And they say that it's super delicious, so we're gonna we're gonna try it out right now. We got some keep talking, we got some good vodka. Drink too. That's a that's a to Steven. Yeah. We miss you, bro. Yeah, no, 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 you're good. Good. Missing your shot that you usually put together. That's pretty good. What was that? Oh yeah, right. Juicy. What was that? Candy, uh, Jolly Rancher. Yeah, Jolly. I think that's what I think that's kind of what it tastes like. I think that's what it's supposed to be, but okay. I don't have the candy for the fucking rim. This is a low budget bullshit. You know what I mean? We're gonna give you the hood version of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Back in the days, we used to drink Boons for crying out loud. Right? Hey, Boons was a sh- Boons was a shit though. Good for the girls. Boons was a panty dropper, dog. Hey, yo, you got Boons and you got some Mickey's. It's a party. Homie. Right? <laughs> Look, we used to go to College Junior. We asked them for a cup of ice. Obviously, they don't charge you for a cup of ice. They make and then they would look at you, make sure you didn't get any soda, which that wasn't our plan anyway. Maybe. For those listening, that's the ice coming down to the glass. Wait a minute, so, <laughs> what did I do? Oh, you're good. Oh, no, we're hearing that ice machine in the background. Ice machine in the background. But you know what? But that, that paints a picture. Our you, boy Sebastian, our sea bass. But you know what's funny is that, I don't know. Yeah, I know, right? Most, I don't know. I know that I could tell who I was drinking with or what party I was at by what drinks were getting passed around. You know what I mean? If it was Budweiser, you were probably with the Mexicans. If it was like Coors Light or Bud Ice, you were with the white kids. And then shit started getting crazy. Started getting crazy when the white boys pulled out fucking Jaeger. And as soon as the white boys started, Woo, I'm fucked up. It's time to go. Time to go. I was cool with a red solo cup. And then Zima came out. Uh, oh, that was Remember Zima? when it first came out. I'm sorry. I loved it when it first came out. So did all the women. I mean, <laughs> came out, but keep in mind, I mean, I wasn't an experienced drinker when it came out. I didn't know any better. Do you think you'd like it now? What? You must have been, what, You know what? 20? Based on my last recollection of when I last drank it, obviously the last impression I had of it was it was good. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah very it's, sweet. It's, it's, but, it's but, truly now. It's... Is that what it is? It's, it's truly pretty much. It's pretty pretty yeah. Right? I haven't had that. I've never had a white claw. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I thought that was malt beer. It's like a malt. Yeah, it's a sweet malt type. It was a chick drink, bro. No, I don't want everybody to get Whatever, dude. But when I, was, when I was young and dumb, I didn't know any better about, you know. We must have been 20 when that came out, right? 18? Uh, yeah, probably about 18, 19. Yeah, you're about the same age, right? 49-ish? Seven. Ish. Ish. Oh, you know what it was? It was that bottle. Yeah. It, Yo, was, it, was, like, it was like no, a square. You know what it was? Clear. It was the environment, homie. Back in those days, you had DPs. You had fucking house parties. Yeah. Oh. Girls over at the fucking pad. No, no. Homie's getting faded. It's only 12 o'clock. You know what I mean? No. Right? For, 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 for those of you and, who are 40 and above, you know what, what oh, house shit. parties are. Yeah. Not a house party, but deep house 
Deep house parties. That's what you're referring to, right, Vince? Ditching parties. house parties. About, like, fucking just general gangster. Everybody. Everybody's uh, in the fucking house. To me, everybody back in my... Nah, if you're talking about gangster, everybody's in the front yard. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, uh, all party? cholos, all Mexicans, they everybody partied in the front yard. Oh, Ain't nobody in the backyard. Not, not, <laughs> not if they're on probation. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, a house party for me back in my day, well, our day, house party was deep house. House music. You know. Oh no! For me, it was like Roger and Zap, fucking old school funk, bumping it. You know. Oh, don't get me wrong. We played some of that too. But for me, when I, every time I hear a house house parties, for me it was house music. I think Deep the house. kid didn't play in house party. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Live DJs. That was a shit back in the day. That's probably where DJ paychecks started. Did you ever Did you ever play any parties? No, not at all. No. No. Why not? <clears throat> I wasn't doing it back then. No. Oh, well, shit, dude. I told you, you got your setup right there on top of the waterfall. The first party we do right there. And then he's practicing with the band, so we're going to get the band together up on the fucking, what do you call it? We'll be good. So all you loyal listeners, Mingo's throwing an invite right now. Oh, hell no, I'm not. Shit. I'm going to give the wrong address in Thousand Palms. Shit. About to go live on that shit. Yeah, right? No. Like Frank Sinatra. Thank you, sir. Sebastian here. No, I want it more like glasses. The, I want it more like the death row parties. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? That's my uh, shit. Right? That's my <laughs> shit, homie. When that fool has his flag, he had his flags, I guess, when in the 40s and 50s? Sinatra 60s? Thank you. Uh, Damn, 40s, 50s, 40s, yeah. 50s, if he had his, he had a, it's called Twin Palms Estate, his home in Palm Springs. And when his, when you could see his flags, that means anybody who's seen him was, could go over there and party. Okay, so hold on, we gotta try it now that I got everybody glasses. Yeah. I ran out of small glasses. I don't apologize. <laughs> I don't blame him. Let's go. Hey. And he made him a little heavy. See what you like. Uh-oh. So this is strawberry Mountain Dew, right? No, it's, it's called Major Melon, and it's got military. Militarized watermelons on the bottle. Militarized. Militarized. What the fuck's that? Military. Like military? Oh, shit. <laughs> Root being military. Hey, that's my kind Strawberry of drink, then. So <laughs> I heard, hey, is it true that... They got they, soldier watermelons. Wait, there you go. Wait, is it true I heard that since there's no women in the military, like, people were fucking watermelons and shit? <laughs> I must have been way before my time. Cantaloupe. Oh, it's cantaloupe. Because cantaloupe's got all that string <laughs> in there, so you know. Throw that shit in the microwave. Plus, I wasn't into that. Take it back to the '70s, dog. You know what I mean? They throw the cantaloupe in the microwave. Plus, I wasn't in the military. I was in the U.S. Marines. We're above and beyond the military, damn it. Oh shit. Are we? We just trying it? Yeah, try it out. I thought we're gonna be like salud. Salud a todos. There you go. Salud, cabrones, to the side show. Oh, that's fucking good. That's pretty tasty. You made it a little nice. You made it a little stiff, but yeah, actually, yeah. No? You want more? No? No. <laughs> I know this is going to be fucked. You can taste it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a little strong, good, but it is good. My grandpa is even enjoying it. Oh, yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty good. Nice. Once my daughter hears this, oh, it'll yeah. be on and popping, right? I'll send you home with a bottle. You got vodka at the house? Every time yeah, I she got around, vodka. She's got to ask for a shot. She's already bringing <laughs> it. That's the last fucking bottle. You ain't sitting with that. I wasn't going to. I was going to bring you guys one tonight. I was giving him a bottle of strawberry. But they don't sell bottles at A&PM. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't talk about the places that everybody else works at. Exactly. 
So like like yeah, wherever it is that that my compa Tony works at, you can't talk about his place of business. That's the rule. <laughs> right, Should, compa? Yeah. We can't talk about your company, right? Yeah. Exactly. So does that mean? So does that mean I can't call him Pool Checo? <laughs> oh. Hey, let's delete that name. <laughs> Do you want one of these drinks? See, I don't know if I have to drive. Okay. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. There you go. No, I don't know if I'm going to drive. If not, I'll do it. All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is live. iPod. That was my other son, Milo. iPod. iPod. Podcast. <laughs> and he always talks that loud. He's always. <laughs> what? He's like Rob at the end of a sentence all the time. Yeah, yeah right? I deviated septum. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is no deviated septum. Yeah, you're deviated that's how you freaking talk. voice. Yeah, that, that's a Chicano thing, bro. Yo, that's a Mexican thing. Sometimes it's a you sit there smoking, and then after a while, I gotta like really like. Really pay attention, right? <laughs> look, I, I, look, you do. You talk really. I have really bad fucking hearing, bro. It's that low rider in me. Because I've always had fucking loud stereos in my car, and I and I wore headphones for nine years. So that night at your house when we were sitting out back and you were talking, I was fucking leaning way forward. <laughs> like, the fuck is he saying? I hope I give the right expression to what he's saying. Because if not, can you imagine the youth? Today though, because with those fucking earbuds and everything, these, and these guys don't fucking keep it down low either. No, uh, I, I think that, I mean the, the youth of today and everybody from here on out with those damn earbuds, especially the youngsters, because they like to blast their music. Because we did it, but we did it with a boombox. Only half of our, only one of our ears is blown away, not the other one. But the youngsters, they have their both earbuds and they're blasting their music. Fuck right now, I, I, I can hear my kids' music from across the hallway, and they have their earbuds on. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get. I get oh, on the shit! If you can still hear that, you're doing good, dude. But the thing is, <laughs> it's just like uh, that's right. Back in the day, the ghetto blaster when they used to put it on the shoulder. But that's what I'm saying. Boombox. Yeah, yeah. At least only one ear goes away. <laughs> at least one. At least only one ear goes deaf. The other one's still, the other one's still working. Yeah, but that's only if you were fucking. If you had the whack one. If you had the one with the two speakers, you put your head by right. the cassette that goes right past your whole nah, head. But like my grandma said, you. Oh, you got a big head though. It might have, nah, but you never put the speakers towards you though. You always put the speakers. You want everybody else to hear your music. Yeah. Back in the days, I remember that. You always wanted you wanted to show off your music, so you wanted everybody else to hear it. So you'd be walking around, turning around everywhere so everybody could hear. Said so I remember being like 15, end. 16, going downtown Palm Canyon with a boombox, and somebody carried cardboard so we could go do our break dancing back in the day. Shit. Oh, it's on. All day long. Or or blaster. Don't keep going on. Don't be oh, shy yeah. now. <laughs> I wasn't prepared, man. All right, all right. I got some cardboard. Though. I was uh, three times and I had to play. You're welcome. He's off. Yeah, you were supposed to do the intro tonight. What happened? What happened? happened? No, no, intro. One, no one said anything. So that well, you can play an you can play an outro, outro though. You're good. Nope. Anyway, I, I, you can close this out. You know, I am no, requesting it right now. Fucking couple. All Ryan, closing us out. I've already played that. And I wasn't here in person to hear it. Well, you heard it on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for that. By the way, that's my favorite. Us, Fuck off this whole jamming without you guys. You jam without us, man. Yeah, but with other people crew, who play instruments. With <laughs> Tony showed up. We, we're supposed to be a crew. <laughs> oh, I, I would have definitely showed up if I knew about it. Are you dropping no names? 
<laughs> it was in the group text. You should have been no, there. It oh, yes, it was. It was wow. It was in the group text and you didn't show yeah, up? It was in the group text with pictures. I thought you loved me, video. Rob. What happened? Yeah, a video He's there. He's fucking ignoring me. Hey, man, the boys are uh, gonna I'm sorry. Well, Rob is a little upset because he didn't get the personal invite no, from no, no, show. I would have liked to hear the homie jam. That's all. I heard you guys jam. Did you have fun? Yeah, that, dude, I needed that what shit. Serious? Guitar. Yeah. So. Uh, it was fun. I, as much as I was scared, going out and doing it was actually a relief. So, <laughs> no, it was, do it. Fuck it. That too, yeah. Well, that's the thing. The other thing, like, when he didn't know something, they were playing something. He's like, "How'd you do that?" And somebody would do, "Oh, okay." He would, he you learned. know, and he learned like right there. That's impressive. And it's like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's being smart. That, that, I've, that I've means learned... you can walk up to a fucking piano and play it. No, I yes, can't play can. it. I can't. Yes, you can. You don't know you can, but yes, you can. You might I don't know. Playing a piano Somebody's is different all like, oh, let me show you. Okay, and you're like, boom, and you can do it. You can play a fucking piano. I, piano I scares me. Piano they say, scares they me. Say piano, they say piano is the hardest. If you could play the piano, you can, you play, can play it. You can play it. That, yeah, I had that conversation with somebody the other day that was, I can play the piano, but I can't play the guitar, and I'm jealous. It's like, I heard that if you pick up piano, yeah. you can play anything else. Back in the day, I don't, remember, I don't even remember what it was called. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was like portable piano. Like Those are fucking sick. That was that in was Final Countdown. Ass. I had one of those There's, a, there's a keytar, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah keytar. Yeah. I, I got a cousin who, who uh, who's a professional pianist. He actually played in the Super Bowl when the Denver Broncos won. It's pretty badass, dude. He charged 300 bucks an hour to teach the piano. Damn. You know, one thing I did notice, though. Uh-oh. Here comes the credits. It, it, no, the it, it is. It, it's a serious question, even though it sounds jokey. Okay. I noticed when you play... Your middle Face. finger's up a lot. Yes, that's how I play power chords. <laughs> Your middle, like he's like I, this. Because I, 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you I know you guys. Tony was showing his middle finger to everybody as he was playing the air guitar. I know you guys can't see. Those of you that are listening can't see. The way that I used to play power chords was my index finger and my ring finger. And when I played that, my middle finger was always down, touching that third string in the back so it would fuck up the note so i taught myself to play with my pinky and to keep my middle finger up like that so that it wouldn't touch the notes nice that's badass it's how i play and also fuck you 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 put you yeah i was gonna say you put a little flair into it too you know he beat me to it while saying fuck you to the world yeah hey big lou son's a musician Yes, he is not a guitarist, but and and, and you, 
Thank you for that intro there, Rob. I was gonna I was gonna follow up on that about if those who could play an instrument could probably play a piano. So do you know how to read notes or are you just self-taught? I'm all I'm everything I know everything I know is by ear. No, don't get me wrong, my, my, my oldest daughter, she plays the guitar too, or she strums the guitar, but she's self-taught too. But she's picking it up little by little. But my my her, her younger brother, my oldest son, he plays the clarinet. He's a classically trained clarinetist. He's but, badass, huh? Badass. But, yeah. but he yeah. somehow, some way, but he don't he knows how to read uh, notes. Yeah, yeah. But without one class, he was started fucking around with the keys, and and now he knows how to. I want to say he's like a great dabbling. Yeah, he's dabbling with the guitar. Well, the, did the did he play a ukulele once for us? The, no, it was the violin. Didn't you play the triangle in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that, Gombana. <laughs> uh, that was a diamond. A long time ago. I don't know if he still has it. Remember that, that video I sent of, you, of uh, the guy playing the triangle? Wasn't that like an insurance commercial? Yeah, dude. I said this, Car insurance? This was, this was Tony in high school, man. He was getting down on the triangle. It was pretty cool. I'm just glad I saw the I saw the videos. I'm just glad he wasn't doing duck lips. Because when when he <laughs> when he first started learning, like he'd get what you know when he was starting to get into it and he was feeling himself because he he'd do duck lips. The best like like Kim Kardashian super, duck lips. Super fucking hard. No, dude, remind me. I, I know Sebastian remembers the name, and I'm going brain dead right now. And I should know this. Uh, one of my favorite bassists of all time from Iron Maiden. Oh fuck! I don't. Steve Harris. Something. No, Steve Harris. Is it? I remember. It's been a while. Might be right. But he, he always has we a duck. He, he has a duck lips going too when he's when he's rocking not rocking out on the bass. I've grown out of it. Every time I played and felt myself doing it, I had to fucking stop because you know I know what I looked like and I fucking hated it. Fuck it, embrace it. Because when you're feeling it, you just gotta fucking let loose. Man. I know I do it when you I bend notes like. Let loose. I know I do it when I bend notes like a motherfucker because oh. I'm practicing how to do that and how to get the muscle memory right on bending to the right note. And I fuck, I can feel myself doing it and it's like fuck Dude, man bro have you seen some of the faces these artists the best artists yeah. in the world make when they're getting down bro yeah they just want that's just you getting into it you know yeah. so right. so i'm glad you get to see your son rock out because I have to say, he wasn't there i'm jealous either of, uh, 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 <laughs> no my compa tony here good look apparently one day he Thanks. calls me up and says hey i didn't know your daughter was playing the guitar i'm like i didn't know she was playing the guitar either <laughs> at one coffee shop or was it you? oh that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, since when? So my my daughter was like learning how to play the guitar on her own, like getting you know, soft soft top as well. Yeah, that's and I guess right. she went to one of these coffee night, the open mic. Open mic. How yeah. cool. Uh, open uh, stage. It's one of the places where you don't clap. You, you yeah, 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 snap. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> that was a great play. So, so that's like, that cool yeah, cat. Yeah, right. So how do you boo and snap? <laughs> you, you just don't snap. Think Lou got drunk. Yeah, you're that angry man. motherfucker in the room that's not <laughs> snapping. Just boom, fucking so, so I, I'm still a little upset with my daughter that she never invited my wife and I to go see her perform. I know she's a little shy, timid, yeah, yeah. And, and nerves, and I'm sure that was her first performance, probably, or one of her first at least. So I was a little. Jealous of my boy here that he got to see my daughter perform. I, and I still hold haven't on, seen, on, her, on. seen her perform. Someone got to see who? Who got to see her perform? She was playing at a, a coffee shop. 
And you were there? Yeah. You happened to be there. What the? This was a long time ago. Yeah, though. like two years, three years ago. Oh, more than that, wasn't really? it? They do that shit in the afternoon? It was before they went to the day. popped in at a coffee shop <laughs> and about three years. Years. daughter was playing no, the around guitar three, About three years ago, give or take. Maybe yeah, four okay. at the most. Damn, Lou, I thought this was yesterday. Man, that sounds it like... It seems like it sometimes. <laughs> sounds like she thinks no, of you very but, highly. No, but think about it. I mean, come on. We, so, you you, you, you got to do, you gotta do away with a year and a half of our life already because a year and a half has passed by and we haven't done shit because so we, we, we've wait, been wait, in, in the house. Hold on. Wait. Oh, yeah. So you're telling me he saw your daughter play three and a half years ago and you haven't... I mean, I've seen her play at, at home, <laughs> but like to... In a, like, even you haven't seen her at a venue? In a venue. She, she's the one that... She sounds like she wants to impress you the most. Oh, man. She, because she, she wants to perfect her craft before she shows it to you so you can be proud of her. Are you a fucking? Are, are you a lawyer, bro? Or yeah, what? No, he, he's, <laughs> he, he's, he's very fucking passionate. He, he's a lawyer because he's already defended Walmart already. Now he's defending my daughter. Yo, yo, yo! The truth is the truth, man. Love is love. Love is love, but golly, you know, or maybe she don't like you much. Maybe she doesn't. No, she does. I don't like my son sometimes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I love him to death, but you know, I'm right there with you, dude. And that's it. You know what? That's a really hard night. You, well, sometimes. It's. A, I mean, it's a really hard path, though. Like you, like you know, because we grew up different. Yes, we did. And you know, you have you have a father that. If he fucking looks at you, you better get it done. You better know why he's looking at you the way he's looking at you. Because if not, you're going to get your ass whooped anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you had that, that natural fear. That, that fear was in you for your parents. And, and that level of respect to, all right, time for me to stop fucking around. I got to go get it done. Right? Yeah. These kids don't have that. You know what I mean? And, and it's like you get frustrated to a point and you're like, and you know what I mean? And you have nowhere to go with it, dude. Like, but I, I, th- I think that comes from us showing them the love that we thought we should have. That we wanted? We, that, that we should have had it. Yeah. And I think it almost turns into like an overprotection of our kids, and we kind of shelter them a little bit. You know what I mean? So when, when they turn teenagers, they, they want to experiment with life. They want to see where they, where they want to be. And for us, we have certain expectations. You know what I mean? So it just becomes a battle with our kids. And you, I guess you, we just have to get to a point where we respect them and say, okay, I, 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 I get where you want to go, but this is where I've been. And this is the experience that I want to give you. So you don't have to go through that struggle. Right. And I think that, I, I think that you're right. But I think that also in that, same, in that same sentence, in that same realm, we have to respect ourselves enough to know that we've done what we knew how to do. We raise them the way we should. They know right from wrong. Absolutely. Dale God's way. Absolutely. I'll be here for you Absolutely. until you're 18, and then I, yeah, yes, that's, tell me you know this, what I mean? Tell me this. But right. in reality, hold on. Right. In reality, we know we're going to be there. We're going to be there for the rest of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. For the, actually, for the rest of our lives. Right. Hopefully, it's for the rest of our lives, yes. Right. yes. Because we love them that much. Right. You know what I mean? And we wish when those frustrating moments that come to us, that they just understood where we're coming from. Right. You know what I mean? I, that, that we're coming from a very good place, and we want to just educate you. you I know? used to tell them, all, dude, I, I, said, I, I know you guys get frustrated with me. I said, but, fuck, dude, growing up, I, I wish my dad would have had these conversations with me. Like, yeah. 
Although, although I think if my dad would have had those conversations with me, I'd have acted the same way they would have. You know what I mean? Sure. But Which is the God, the honest truth. Game, and he would have saved you a lot of heartache, a lot of struggle. He would have tried. Yes. But the thing you, is, right? guys, yeah. everybody's an individual. Absolutely. The thing is, is we can't expect them to see what we see because they didn't go what we went through. So they're never going to see what we see. We want them to see it, but in their eyes, they're like, why the fuck would I see it like that? I didn't go through what you went through. Right. I'm not you, Dad. Yes. Yeah. So my thing is this. My son, I've been, he does little errands for me. He just got his license, right? So he goes to the, does deposits, checks in the banks, does things. So I'm giving him little things to do. Well, I went through my bank card, and every day it's, $37 at in and out <laughs> Starbucks, 17 bucks. Dude, and I'm frustrated. I'm freaking fuming, dude. And it's every day that I send him on these errands. He's gone for three to four hours and it takes him. And, I, he, and he comes back, he's got different homies in the car every day. Every day is different homies. And I'm like, hey, well, tell him to come pick me up, dude. I like in and out. So I told him, like, so today he gets his haircut, right? Today he gets his haircut. 40 bucks. His haircut's 40 bucks. I'm not bullshitting, right? So. How much is your haircut cost, Rob? It's. Oh, <laughs> shit. You do your own, Robert, do you? This way, yeah, I have to, bro, because uh, this kid is. This is the second door on the right. So. So it's a so chick I, or Gillette? No, so it, it, I have to do this. I can't afford it because my son. So $40 for his haircut, we lay it out on the table. So he says, uh, I, I need salt for my fish tank. So I don't want to give him my card. <laughs> He's like, so you want me to go get my haircut and come back? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why? I said, because you're going to spend some shit. I'm not, I don't want you spending them. Stop spending so much damn money. You know, is he spending like 60, 70 bucks a day, bro. And then he's getting money from his mom. So I said, dude, like, you can't do this type of shit. You know, like, it's not like this in the real world, man. You know, and he's, don't get me wrong, we're lucky because he's my baby and he's the only one I have. So he's, he's the only boy. He's eight years younger than my youngest daughter. So he don't know, man. So devil's advocate here. He does not know that a haircut 40 bucks, what actually that 40 bucks is, you know, and it's pissing me off. Right, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. You're, 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 if any one of us would have pulled that on our fathers, and they had, and I mean, we'll, we could, all, we could always get away with it once. But if I, our fathers asked us not to do it again, and we did, what would happen to us? Let's be honest. Yeah, straight dead. Pretty much. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So, so my, 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 my kids know that if I ask them to do something or not to do something, and they pull that again. There will be consequences to be dealt with. So maybe, maybe, and I understand where you're coming from. He's your baby. I got my baby girl. I got, you know, four kids. I got four kids and I have my baby girl. She probably gets away a little bit more with murder than she does everybody else. But when it comes to my boys. and Boy, that sounds fucking familiar. <laughs> and maybe because I don't have a baby boy, maybe I don't, I can't relate. My baby is my, a girl, but I've always been wanting to pamper my girls a little bit more and be a little bit more empathetic to my girls. But, dude, yeah, so maybe you need to yeah, kind uh, of put your foot on the ground. Hold on, Tony, before you go, I got a joke about fucking Rob's kid. <laughs> the reason I was able to get away with it was because I always brought food home, too. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. He brought <laughs> me uh, the biggest meal 
there was is probably like 15 bucks just for my shit. And I only oh, ate a quarter. Shit. And he got two of them. So I was even more pissed off. Because usually we'll share one. And he got me one and him one with drinks. And he was like, hey, dad, I got you. I was like, dude, I just want to choke him. I swear, dude. Could, Domingo, could you relate with when Luis said, you know, if our dads said something and we did it again, we'd pay the consequences? Yeah. Must have been nice growing up with a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna excuse myself well, but, from this conversation. I feel well, but now that you say that, that I explains like a lot, though. No, that's true. It's true, bro. Like, like uh, growing up without a dad. I grew up with uh, my mom and her seven sisters, so no uncles. You know, so it's, it's different now. That being said, though, I, I, I know your mom somewhat, Rob, and obviously, Tony, I know your mom. Knowing your mom's, the, the little that I do know of them, I think if your mom's would ask you guys not to do something, for the most part, you guys would be thinking twice about it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, yep. But, but, but from what I'm getting from Rob yet. here, I don't think your son is thinking twice about it as much as you or my compatoni, you, Rob, and my compatoni would have had thought twice about it because, you know, your, your mom's would probably smack you across the head and, and you're not doing that with, 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 with your son. Your son is like, yeah, I'll, I'll be well, able to get away with it because my dad, you know, he's cool. I think physical violence actually probably... Is why we didn't do the shit we did. <laughs> right? Well, you know what? But look, be honest. Yeah, but here, what, your dad whipped your ass. Yeah, dude. But you know what? Big Lou. But that's miss, this, that's missing this day and age. And I don't care what exactly. anybody fucking You're says. Right. Y'all can kiss my ass. Dude, I'm a pissed. kid needs an ass whooping, and there's a difference between beating a child. And being, you know, overboard, because you can't hit a child when you're angry. No. If you hit a child when you're angry, that turns into abuse. That's different. But I'm talking about sometimes you need to put that motherfucker over your knee and let him have it. Yep, you're right. And then because you know what? Sometimes they need they need to have a hey, I need your fucking attention. I need you to understand that this <laughs> shit that this shit is real is important. Mm-hmm. You can't keep doing this shit. And like there's um yeah but their friends ain't it ain't ha- like it's, it's 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 like you said a few podcasts ago like life's bending towards people you know, you know? and it sucks bro because it, it's 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 there's no way for these kids to ever i mean think about us just going outside and, and i mean don't don't get me wrong my son he loves to be outside he's never been on video games or anything like that so i'm grateful for that but but like our days when we would all get together and take off for the day, just mobbing down the streets and going to each other's houses and eating each other's food and, and just going through our parents' shit and taking a liquor bottle. Dude, that was, that, those days are gone, bro. Dude, I remember, I remember leaving my... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. House at like 7 30 in the morning, 8 o'clock after breakfast, and not come home until 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, I would have Yeah, right? Like, you'd have Hang a bike on. and be like, hey, Mom, I'm, I'm over at so-and-so's house. That's what it was. Help me out. Yeah. 15, I leave the house, make sure I'm fed, dress, cool, go kick it. Yep. Party turned into the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. Shit, my mom used to go look for me in my neighborhood. Well, I used to I used to party at the end of this street that, that I live on right here. There was a couple of brothers there, and everybody hung out there. And then we would go from there. If I wasn't hanging out with them, we'd go before the, like, right when they built the over, before they built the overpass, okay. you'd have to go down Ramon Road, up Bomb Hope, down Dinah Shore, and you'd just get to the end of Dinah Shore, and there was a little cutout, a little dirt road, where you can go party by the railroad tracks. Right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'd go fuck around out there. And the cops and, let you. Well, no, they, hell no, because they, oh, they started getting four by fours, and they would come out there. You had, you had two choices. You either fucking run the freeway, and see if you can fucking frogger that motherfucker, or you got in the car and hopefully you got out. You got out before the cops got you. You know what I mean? And uh, now people they weren't shooting yeah. people back then. Shooting. Yeah, they, yeah, they were. Yeah. Cops weren't shooting us back then. Uh, there wasn't proof of it. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't video to show that there were. Oh, yeah. man said if I, you, you know, yeah, if you were my kid, I'd definitely be kicking your ass. We were gone weeks at a time, no, big no, time. No, no. Like, you know what? Growing up. I don't want to say I had a bad life because my dad, when he had, when he was a kid, he did a lot of time in prison, man. So when he was out, he showed us unconditional love. He showed us what love really is. My mother, she had a heart. You know what I mean? I, I feel like, she, actually, my mom was 20 years younger than my dad. Damn. Right? Okay. So she was 15, he was 35. Wow. Fuck. Okay. My mom was 14, my dad was 23. Hey, that's how that's the way it was. But that was back my then, right? Thir- my mom was 13. I was say my dad was 13. My mom was 22. You know, my yeah. mom was 13. My dad was 22. You know, growing up, it was like, okay, so my dad did a lot of time in prison because he sold dope. That's what he knew how to do. He came from Michoacan. You know what I mean? That's what he knew how to do to support his family. You know? Right. He had six kids. You know what I mean? But he did a lot of time in prison, man. A lot of time in prison. <clears throat> that gave me the opportunity to form my own ideas, my own uh, thoughts about who I should be hanging around. So I affiliated with the gang. Raise yourself. You know what I mean? So I had to do that for survival. You know what I mean? So my mother, she accepted who I was as a very young age. Well, I think I think a lot of people don't understand, though, too, is like, you know, you say you hung, you hung out with gangs and you may not have been a full on gang member because I know I, I, I hung around with all the, the guys around here, too. And I was never involved in like a hood or like any actual ties with anybody. Right. But, you know, you had to be cool with those people because if not, they're going to fuck you up. Even though you live in the same neighborhood, well, fuck it, if you ain't down, then we're going to see where you are, right? Yeah. So we figured that shit out. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, we used to fight in the front of my house. We, My nephew tells me all the time, I don't remember it. He said, Dad, D.Y. used to come to the house and love to watch you guys fight. You'd put on uh, socks because we couldn't afford gloves, so we'd put on fucking socks on our hands and get down. And we'd fight there. We'd fight over at my, my homie's house about three streets over. At the end of my street, there was a, a golden glove boxer um, two streets over down behind Circle K. So it was all, I mean, and what's funny is you, you, you talk to people that grew up in the same time we did and their, their, their perception of, or yeah, their life and, and them didn't involve learning how to fight. They didn't understand that about our community. Like, hey, it wasn't a, oh yeah, my dad took me to fucking MMA classes and taught me, let me learn jujitsu and shit or karate and I went to a kumite. Like, it was. Get the fuck out of the house and get out. Yeah, it was a, hey, go fucking go hit the streets and see what's out there. Figure it the fuck out. My sister was 18. She couldn't go out on a date unless I was with her. You know what I mean? And I was fucking 10. She was 18, so I was 8 years old. Right? What the fuck was I gonna do? How am I, who, what am, who, how am I gonna block it? All they probably did was give you, hey, here, here's two bucks. Go to the, go to the liquor store. The, no, that we'd go to, he'd go to the drive-in, and oh, we'd get to the drive-in. Here, here's ten bucks. Go play games. Go get yeah. you some popcorn and shit. Cool. I've gone the whole fucking night. Yeah, Sister ended up pregnant at eighteen. All, all, all it takes is That's, two minutes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no lie, dude. Shit. Now you know. I, I, I don't know. You say your, your mom had to learn to accept it. I wouldn't say accept it because obviously no parent's going to accept their kids turning out uh, or hanging out with being quote, un- quote, quote, quote unquote the wrong crowd or being involved. I just think your mom just didn't know how to go about it. I mean, in a sense, she was a single mom for a while while your dad was locked I, up. I think, I think what happened is when they got to this country in 76, I was born 16 days later. Oh wow! Okay, so they migrated over here because my dad's brothers. He, I guess he's got a bunch of brothers. We've never been back to Michoacan. They're from Apatzingan, and you know I mean they're pretty deep in the drug trade and shit. Right. You know? So they said we're never going back. So my dad was told either you click up or you're against us. So he grabbed all his family and just fucking migrated. You gotta go. My mom was pregnant, walked right across the border, you know what I mean, back in 76, you know what I mean? Right. So she, they came, and I think she was so new to this culture that she thought that this was the way it was. Right. Because when they got to this country, we moved to Santana. In Santana, we moved to Townsend Street. Townsend Street was hood. That's, that's the shit. You know right. What I mean? So my dad, he was in and out of prison. My mom's environment was gang-related. She thought that's just the way it was in America. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Six. So I got one brother, so, five sisters. But, but yeah. also at the same thing, she's probably, okay, well, fuck, one out of seven. You know, I, oh, yeah. I got other ones I got to take care of. I got other ones Absolutely. I got to watch. Absolutely. And, and were you bringing shit home and helping her out? And I was giving her money, hustling, doing my thing. You know what I mean? Well, shit. fuck you. You were the you were the man of the house without being the man of the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was that was a title that was put on me. Every time I got my ass beat because my sister did something wrong, right? Because I'm the man of the house. Right. And that, but. Yeah, second to the youngest. Damn. But but that's also that's also um, very idealistic, and in our culture, yes. is that whoever steps up and, and makes it happen, they're gonna lean on you, whether you're whether you're the oldest, 
second, maybe you're second from the youngest, whatever. If you step up and you help, orale, cabrón. You want the you want the responsibility, dale gas. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't understand that. Like if you're if you're willing to help and you're willing to put into work, they're gonna let you. You know what I mean? And that's the way it is. And we see that with our. I mean, well, fuck, sometimes dude. Sometimes you get forced into that. Like with with my brothers and sisters, I have an older brother, but everybody thinks I'm the oldest because they just come to me for everything. You know, when we were younger and uh, going in foster homes and stuff, um, we seen each other once a year at court. So it was kind of like when we got when we got when my mom finally got us back, like like. Uh, I'm the one that kind of holds everybody together. Like I told you guys that, like I, I have parties and stuff like that. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. And 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 maybe I'm wrong within the within the white side of the family because I we never saw any of my white family, and so I, you know everything is from a Chicano perspective. So for for me, it's you know you, you talk about that, and it's not about it's not about age or it's not about category in your family or where you fall. Up, it's who you are as a person. If you step up and you rise above everybody else, they're gonna come to you. If they know that if you if they know that you're the rock in the family, yes, too, well, you're it. That's just what you know what I mean, is, man. I try to be that too. I try to be that in my family because some if if you don't, family is like a relationship. Friends are like a relationship. If you don't work at it, if you don't show up, well, it dies. Yeah, you got to put in work. Just like so, us chilling right here. This is. Chilling, you know, having doing our part, but we're family now, right? Like, that's what it's about. Like, you build those, and I think that that's what you know. I think, out of and I'm gonna say this, and it's it's gonna say it might rub people the wrong way, but I think, out of anybody, I think you know, Latinos do it best. And I'm gonna use your word, yes, I don't like saying Latino or whatever, but I think Latinos do it best in growing their family as they go. Yes, your family that, that you were born with, that's your family, but you pick up family as you as you move along in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody else says, oh, they're friends, they're friends, but for us, it's family. Because if we let you in our circle and you're in, yeah. you're in. It's hard to I, I gotta people. really say though, on, on, on that tip, that's, I think that's like kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, because you embrace those who are around you that show you love. Right. And you you remove yourself from those who bring negativity into your life. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, we've gone through life. We've seen the ups. We've seen the downs. We've seen the racism. We've seen all the bullshit. we got to fucking work hard. At the end of the fucking day is, who do we live in our fucking city? Right. That's our fucking family. Absolutely. Uh, by the and way, I, I, I'm not Chicano. I'm Mexicano. You know Chicano is a culture. Homie. Yeah. You, you, no, he's Mexicano. Uh, I'm Mexicano. <laughs> <laughs> he's a paisa. I'm, you, I'm a paisa. I'm a paisa. Yeah. I've done some time. And I've never been in prison, thank God. You mean? But I've done done a lot of county time. County time. And I'll tell you, I've had white homies that get busted from my neighborhood. They come into my fucking tank. They're fucking Chicanos, homie. Yeah. Even though they're white, they're fucking like JD culture. From fucking Everybody got a Miklo, bro. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's right. I mean, that's right. And Joker was my Miklo. Right? Yeah. That's right. There's always, there's always, there's always a Miklo, and there's always one black guy. Always, no matter what. Right? There's that one Chino too. I'm a yeah, big, always a Chino. Chino. Yep. I'm a big believer. Is family isn't blood, man. It's time spent. You know. 
You know, because you could, when you say, oh, that's my, my nephew or niece, but are you really a nephew, uh, uncle to that nephew or niece, or are you just a word? Right. You know, so it's about time being spent. That's why I make sure I always reach out to my nephews and nieces. Uh, they always know, like, I'm I'm the cool uncle. And, and uh, because, like, at the end of the day, you know, when I'm getting laid to rest, I, I want to be known as, as I was a good uncle, not just a name, or I was a good son, or I was a good brother. Not just, all oh, that was my brother or my son. Right. So. Can I say something on that, dog? Because I'm working on something right now. I had a homie who passed away. Pull the mic towards you. I had a homie who passed away, and, and it just brings a lot of thought and memory to that. I mean, what you're saying right now, Rob, about, you know, just memories and the way you're thought of, I really think it's on us. I mean, this might be a little out of the box, but I think it's on every individual to build your story even before we pass, right? So what I'm saying is, like, I'm taking the time now to gather any pictures that I have, scan them, build a slideshow, because I want to tell my story of who I was. Because my parents, my sisters, my friends are going to see me. Everybody sees you different. You know, everybody sees you from their perspective. Absolutely. But who are you? I want you to know who I am. It's like every time I talk to somebody, it's like, you want to know who I am? Watch a fucking American me, homie. I mean, that's my background. That's my culture. That I've changed? Yes, it's been 20 years. Absolutely. I've been working hard. I've been a fucking productive member of fucking society. Fucking moved up in the companies that I've worked in. Been in fucking management, corporate bullshit. But at the end of the day, who am I? Right. You know what I mean? And I think that we owe it to ourselves to tell our own story. I work on so many people. With, when they pass away, I work on, you know, creating a, a nice video vignette for them so they can display or show at a wake and stuff like that. He does do But at the end of the day, who are you? You should tell your own story. That's a, that's a fucking... That's a great thought, dude. Yes, it is. Like, like I never, never thought of it from that perspective. Like... Like who I was in high school, who I was out of high school, who I was when I left here, who I was when I moved up north, who I was when I came back. They're totally different people, but it all got me to where I'm at now. Absolutely. And you're, you're absolutely right. People don't take the time to really, and then everybody's left at the end of the, at the, end of the story. Oh, I wish I would have had more time, or I wish I would have done this, or, you know, I, I have this one picture of whatever. You know what I mean? And nobody takes the time to, like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but but you're absolutely right. It, it should be our responsibility. We should do that as humans because we do want to make sure that when we're gone, people know us for who we are. Absolutely. And it's through our eyes, not theirs. Yes. Because I, when I moved back, I, you know, I was, I was in this really weird place because I w- I'd been divorced for a few years. I moved back. You know, I, I, I had been, I did radio for nine years and I got out and I was like, well, fuck, I'm not the radio guy anymore. I'm not the married guy anymore. Who am I? Where am I at in life? Where am I going? What, 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 what do I grasp to? So, you know, when you, when you go through that, I think a lot of people do the same thing I did. And as you reach back to times where you were the happiest or times where you had good memories to figure that shit out. And I always, I always thought my, as myself, as, and Tony would probably tell you the same thing. I mean, I was, I was a smart ass. I was funny. I talked a lot of shit. I, maybe I was a little bit of a bully. I don't know. If you couldn't talk shit back to me, would you say? 
Yeah. And so a little bit of like a bully. Huh? No. Because he was more of a... He, I mean, it, it, it was not that you're a bully, but I mean... You couldn't talk shit, yeah. You couldn't take it. You, 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 you crack jokes all the time on you. Yeah, you couldn't keep up with me. I, I mean, I was... I, I, right? I mean, yeah. that's fair to say. I was on it, dude. And if I got high and drunk, olvidate, way. You're, no way you're keep, keeping up with me. But anyways... And that's who I always thought I was, right? And I remember talking to this girl, and she was like, no, you know, I remember you were always such a nice guy. You always, anybody needed any help, you'd always help them out. You'd always make sure you'd bring them up. If they needed anything, I was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, like, who the fuck are you talking about? You know who I am, right? Like, you really know this is this is me, right? And you're like, yeah, no, yeah, this. And I was like, wow, it, it trips me out. You know what I mean? So everybody, as much as you're right, it's also nice to have somebody else's perspective about it too because it, it, it is we're, because we're our hardest critics right so um, it, it's good to reach out I think and, and find that and help you because I've always I've always considered myself like like a Madonna because Madonna's she's the fucking king of reinventing herself shit went sideways fuck it she, came, she tweaked herself came back right back on top she fall out to me that was the best Super Bowl show ever bro and she did look away yeah? Yes. No idea what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna, bro. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 you know, what, what Super Bowl? Oh, shit. <laughs> no, but you're right. If you would have said uh, Timberlake and Janet Jackson, no. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember I that's what the yeah, that <laughs> I still got a bad sight from that. <laughs> what do you mean no, bad but, sight? That was but a it, good look. But it's yeah. true, man. Accidental. You do got to, just like, that's why. It's important for people like with me when we celebrate our- with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our birthdays. You have to, bro. Right. A lot of people don't like to. Oh, I don't know. But that's the only day of the year you celebrate yourself, man. So you have to do that. You know? And as much as people think, I don't need that. That's bullshit. No, you know what? I'm one of those guys. I, I mean, Tony, you, you know me for a while now. What? Going, going on, kids are 21, so you know me, what, 15, 16 years now, give or take? I'm not one to throw big parties for myself. I've done a few ga- gatherings at the house, don't get me wrong, but my own birthday, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I typically don't do a huge party or nothing like that for myself. You gotta be like Pacheco's, they have a birthday month, man. <laughs> <laughs> he does too. I know, not me. I do. I'll be like, hey, happy birthday. He's like, man, it's like in a week. Hey, I, like, I, have a, I, I have a birthday month and still don't get shit. <laughs> See, that's because Seabass got to dig in them pockets. Man. Say, say it again, Rob. Look at got to dig in them pockets, man. I tell my kids this. Who else? There's another one. Don't Some, get me no cowboy shirts, no wallet, no nothing. Put all your money together and get me something I want. Uh, if not, then don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not giving you shit. No, no, no. Fuck that. Because 
the one thing I did bought him, he sent me a fucking picture of it. He sent me the link on Amazon. I bought it for him. I fucking used it more than he has. He sent me this picture of a silicone fucking woman kitchen cookware. <laughs> <laughs> no, a flashlight. A silicone cookware set. Oh shit! I've used it more than he has. Have you ever thought of a silicone woman? <laughs> Have I ever thought of a silicone woman? Well, I'll just say like I guess people are buying a lot of reading about this. Shit. They are. I think they buy the flashlight more because it's easier. To, you know what I mean? Bro, dudes are falling in love with these women. They 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 dude, they don't give you no mouth. Dude, I was married for nine years. I didn't get no fucking mouth then either. I'm good. Uh, that's because she was white, bro. Tell you, Mexican. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean you got to work? You, oh, shit, no, I'll be home right now. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm out. Hey, don't, don't fucking trip, dude. My Spanish is great right now. I'm going to get me a woman with no pockets. I got the falda on all the way down to her fucking ankles. Can carry the basket on their head. And can still make some fucking fresh tortillas. Shit. Oh, no, we're going to jail for that shit now, huh? You see all yeah, these, you can't own them, dog. What do you want? Order them. Oh, order them. I was like, fuck. Yeah, you see all these in Palm Springs, bro. See it all the time. Rich old white dude with some young Chinese lady. Well, they just popped some dudes the other day up for uh, Asian. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, Asian. My bad, Asian. Hey, so I had a story, Asian man. Persuasion, dude. My bad. Was a oh, go ahead, go ahead, go. So I had a. Uh, I don't know if I told. Pull the mic a little closer, Pacheco though. Pacheco a while back, but. Uh, when the pandemic hit, I wasn't doing too good, and, and they came to repo my truck, and I got cameras, right? So I seen that motherfucker, and I knew, I had seen him drive by, and I was like, oh, man. So, sure enough, I see him, right? <laughs> and I run out, and I jump in the back of my truck, and shit. Shit. And the, and, the, and the dude starts lifting up my shit, and I'm recording. I'm like, get out of here, man. I'm in my shit. You can't take my shit. Get out of here. And the guy calls the cops. I said, go ahead. Cops pull up, and as soon as they look at me, they're like, hey, man, I said, you don't want to help me. Get out of here. Just don't concern me, right? Because I read in the laws, they can't take your vehicle if you're in it. <laughs> right? Now, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. When did, you, when did you read up on that law? As soon as you stopped making payments, or was it like... <laughs> You know that if it's if, if it's behind a lock gate, they can't come in. Yeah, they can't come in as a lock gate in the garage or if you're in it. So I jumped in the back. So I'm I'm sitting there. Take notes, the cops, boys and girls. Take notes. The cops are arguing. Or pay your bills. Yeah. The, I had a car behind lock gates bad, for months. <laughs> doing bad at the time. So I tell the cop right away takes his side and I'm like, he's like, hey man, you gotta get. I said, I ain't getting out of here. Call your boss. I'm telling the cop, call his supervisor. Like, what? I was like, call your supervisor. You ain't here to help me. I said, I'm in this vehicle. I know my rights. He did not. He just picked up the vehicle while I was already in it. So the guy, the big old thing, right? So they get the, uh, my wife comes. She tells me, oh, babe, everything's going to be okay. Just get down. I said, I ain't getting out of here. He's like, well, he just said everything's going to be okay. I said, are you still taking the vehicle? He said, yeah. I'm like, I ain't getting out of here. <laughs> he said, shit ain't okay, then. Shit we good. ain't okay, right? I said, and I told her, babe, if they take this shit, it's going to be almost 2000 to get it out. We ain't going to be able to do it. 
go inside, it's going to be a long night. Right? <laughs> sure enough, man, the cops leave. He comes, drops his shit, and leave, man. Next day, I made my payments. That was crazy. I to, yeah, I think I told Pacheco uh, about that shit. Man. So what was the moral of the story? Pay your bills or, no, no. or sit in the Sometimes truck? Sometimes when it's rough, just stay in the car, man. All right. <laughs> you can't talk about no moral of no damn story. You know what sucks about white privilege? Oh, I don't. Yeah, you know what sucks about white privilege? You could run at night with it without having these fluorescent color vest and still be seen because they're so pale you can actually see them in the dark but a dark brother dark mexican or tony or tony my compadre he's mad dark, <laughs> he's mad dark son mad, mad dark unless, yo. unless he's wearing all white or reflective uh, gear my compa is not, not going to be seen in the middle of the night. i almost ran over a kid who was a who's a Mexican Puerto Rican like my like my boy Rob here, wearing all black hoodie, black sweats. It was dark like 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 you and my compa Tony here, and I was approaching an intersection that had no light. <laughs> and homeboy expected me to stop. He stop thought, drunk as fuck. Yeah right. <laughs> oh, oh no, actually I was No, I was leaving my house actually. I was on my way to to uh, Steve's, and. It was still like early evening, late afternoon. I had not one drink besides water. And sure enough, it's dark. Sun was already down. Figure. Let's call him Let's a figure. Get shit out, man. Yeah. God damn. I almost ran over the kid. Hey, if it's easier, if it's easier, so if it's easier, say it in Spanish and I'll translate. Okay. Oh shit, he does it in Spanish too. Fuck. So if you're white, you got privilege to run at night without even reflective gear because you could shine in the dark. In the dark. But for those of us that are not as bright. Yeah. We definitely need some some reflective gear. It's okay, it's white folks. Yeah. For, for those of you guys who don't really know my boy Seabass, he's he, uh, uh, yeah, he, he's a pretty uh, he, he's whiter than my my than my uh, wife beaters. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, you know what? My, my, all my At least I'm privileged. Right? <laughs> Fucking deep South Mexico, Michoacan, right? Fucking, they're all light skin, green eyes. It looked like white people, man. Well, is it isn't Michoacan where the where the um, Spaniards? No, the Germans raped everybody. No, the Germans settled there. I believe I don't know you're right. Germans, because but I know Spaniards. I believe you're right. Because there was the the guy that was uh, making the twins that was trying to make all the Germans like bright white hair and blue eyes. Whoever the fuck the that twins. guy was, that doctor. I don't remember who he is. Yes. Went to went to Mexico and settled in Mexico with all the yeah with all the twins, and there's a there's a town, and they they settled there in Mexico. There's a lot of people from Mexico. They're fucking light skin and green eyed, bro. Oh yeah, that's my family. All my I'm the only brown one. The brown eyes. <laughs> that's because you live in the fucking desert, hot as fuck here. We grew up in Orange County, honey. Now believe it or not. When I was a lot younger when I was a little kid, all the way up to like, I don't know, I was four years old and I started, my hair started cutting, uh, changing. Um, I used to be a blondie. Um, your, boy, my, your boy, my, my youngest son, he, uh, he was, and my oldest daughter, and they were both born with, with Goldilocks. Yeah, I believe it. Really? Got three or, yeah, by the time they got to three or four years old, I'll have to bring out some pictures to show you. By the time they got to three or four years old, they started losing the Goldilocks and went straight to my hair. 
Well, Sebastian's hair was, was a little same, bit. But I was the same way too. I was Goldilocks, and then three or four years old, I got, got, got yeah, dark my black. Si- my sisters were like that Brady Bunch girls. Really? Yeah, like the Brady Bunch, and I was like. Marcha, marcha, talking. marcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, did you guys Marcella, see Marcella, Marcella, Marcella. Yeah, right. <laughs> heard Zoolander? That movie? Yeah. Is that Marcia from the from the Brady Bunch and Zoolander? Yes. That's that's Ben Stiller's wife. <clears throat> She's not oh, Marcia. Yeah, she no. is. Oh, from the movie. Not, not, the, not the show. Not the no, show? no, not the show. The no, movie. Oh, movie. okay. Did you guys see the part where she got trained by like the whole, whole like the, the circus? The little midgets jumped in. And, <laughs> what and, fucking and, movie was that? Bro, where she's like, they say like, hey, have you? Uh, this is the last time you had sex or whatever. Like, she is like, she's like, oh, it's been a long like years or something. They're like, what? And and uh, Ben Stiller and and uh, what's the dude's name? Owen Wilson. Yeah. Or, uh, wow. They they started smoking peyote with their and it was like a like a whole big old like psychedelic thing and all you see is a bunch of different foods popping up and then at the night she or she wakes up and she's like dad I had a good night last night and he was like dude did you see her between you and the midget like dude like you got some type of connection you gotta watch that movie I, 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 I don't remember that either <laughs> that shit was is, are you sure it wasn't you that was on peyote and saw that scene because I don't remember that shit either yeah bro it's funny as hell uh, no, I know you guys are all fucking football fans. I'm out of the loop on that. Didn't you guys watch the draft the other day? Uh, of course. So how'd you your know, teams do? I'm, I'm a Chargers fan. I'm sorry. And Me too. No, <laughs> the only reason is because I'm a loyal person. You know what I mean? Right. Just because Junior Seahaw and Breeze were my boys... I suck with the Chargers, but I'm like teeter tottering. Is like don't don't teeter totter. Damn, it's heartbreaking, dog. I, I, I it's lose fucking all respect heartbreaking, for you, dog. Like fuck that shit. You I know what I mean? They play hard, and we can't fucking win. We can't fucking close. Like what the hell, man? It's frustrating, dog. The Chargers is my second team, only because oh. I, I want to root for a local team. But I, I'm obviously I'm a 49er fan. Oh, is that what that's for? I thought it meant stupid fuckers. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch enough football to, to talk <laughs> shit. I don't know. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Man, shut the fuck up. Alright, so <laughs> here's your tea. So I love you know watching football. I love the sport in general. I could watch two last place teams play. And every sport that I watch, uh, all the LA teams are my, my, my favorite teams, but for the exception of football. When I first got introduced to football, the only sport I knew at the time was football. You know, me being from Guadalajara, I'm a Chivas fan. Go Chivas. Uh, that means soccer. Uh, no, football. <laughs> so, yeah, soccer. And uh, one of my buddies, a 49er fan, and, you know, invited me to go and watch the football game at his pad. And... You know, you like football? I'm like, yeah, of course I like football. Who doesn't like football? You know, so, and obviously he was a Niner fan. And, <laughs> you know, he was a Niner fan. That's how I became a Niner fan. I became a Niner fan. And luckily for me, it was right as the championships were coming along, you know, into play. So I, I came at the right time. My bandwagoner, you can you oh, probably say it. I was a little kid. I was like, I don't know, first grade. I came in at the same year that either Joe Montana got drafted or... After his first year, I don't remember anymore. So I've been a Niner fan ever since. I came in at a good time. But, you know, yeah. I, and yet here you are. And yet, I'm, still, I'm still here. So, yes, to answer your question, I watched the draft yesterday. Okay, Obviously, the 49ers was the talk of the, the draft yesterday because who were they going to pick 
You know, it, it could have been a whole, and my, my boy Rob here called it, it could have been anybody. And I'm sure under, you know, the, the, the our coach's system, they would have done well. But, yeah, I think this particular guy in Trey Lance um, would is probably the best pick, the best fit for our team. But, now stick with your team. I was telling, it's funny you saying that, I was telling these guys that I would like to, you know, Adopt like 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 a charity thing. Adopt the Chargers. No. <laughs> just, Herbert, just because Herbert's I want I want to go. See, I want to buy some season tickets. Just not necessarily because of the Chargers, but just to be at, at a local venue, watch some football game, but be able to root for the quote unquote local team. I'm not gonna jump off the bandwagon. Obviously, I'm a Niner fan from from a, from a kid to now, but you know, be able to go see some a local game and cheer for a local team. Well, I think that the Chargers have a lot of potential. I think it's in the coaching, in the coaching staff, and their strategies. They're, they're, they've let us down, man. Here, someone bring, bring, bring out the tissue paper, my boy. Yo, my man, boy Vince I mean, getting at, ready to at cry. The, at the end of the day, we, we've had, we've had so many fucking games that we've lost by less than a score. <clears throat> yeah. Less yeah. than one you touchdown. Guys, you guys got a stud now, a quarterback. You guys haven't had one since Breeze left. But I, I'm just waiting for our boys to grow up and get into the NFL. Because whatever fucking team my, go, my boy goes to. That's your excuse. That's your excuse. That's your excuse to jump the ships. That's right. Here, here's a question. <clears throat> I don't watch too much football. I don't watch too much baseball. I don't watch too much basketball. My question is, baseball, who's your guys' team? Basketball, who's your guys' team? Lakers. Okay. You're in California. You're rooting for these L.A. teams. Why is it in football? People's teams are just could be anywhere. But yet, basketball and baseball, it's your local team. I think it has to do with the amount of fucking games that they play. Because in baseball and basketball, you got a massive amount of fucking games in a season. Therefore, you can go watch your game, your local team play more games and be more excited about it. Oh, um, For me, I... I I think football is it's a different beast, bro. It, 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 it requires hey, pull the microphone, more, dude. more loyal. Um, there's something about football, man. Uh, well, no, I'll tell you what it is, at least for us uh, Southern Californians for the most part. Because if you think about it, most, most of the teams who, or most of the fans who have teams in their region, unlike us Californians, we get spoiled with dozens of teams within the same state a lot of other places you only have one team in their region and that's it that's all they get to cheer for in southern california let's think thing about charges they're the original la team and what do they do they leave la and go to san diego rams come into play ali starts adopting the rams as their team what happens they leave <coughs> excuse me raiders they come from choklin to to los angeles what happens? Uh, they, you know, they, they establish a fan base, but they go back to Chokeland. You know why? And, and, then, and then the Cowboys come out here to Southern California to train. So, Southern California, in a sense, they kind of get pampered with different teams, but at the same time, get let down by different teams because they come and go as they please. Because they get a, they get a little bit of piece of the market, but then sometimes the market is too big for them. And they can't handle it, and they leave to another city that it's a little smaller venue. So hopefully now with this new stadium, the teams can stay established. Not that I'm going to root for 
the, the you know the, the Rams, you know, charges. I don't mind because they're not they're not in the the 49ers conference. But um, I think that's what it is with at least here in Southern California that we never really had an established team that was, that. that's Started here you know and stayed here, like other teams around California the country. California is this, bro, and write this shit down. California is a bad, a beautiful ass woman with a fucked up attitude. Can't take her nowhere. So that's what it is. Bro. Yeah, but you'd love to fucking chase her. Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah, people say, you know, you know, why do you want to live, why, why do you live in California? California is the best weather in the world, bro. Well, Everybody say, says Florida, they're too humid. You know, California is the only place in the world, I mean, the country, where you could go to the snow and the beach within an hour and a half of each other, you know. So you have to, California is, is everybody hates it. Everybody hates it, but everybody loves to come here, bro. You know, California is. California. I don't want to leave. Speaking of, you it's know, Mexico. California being, a, 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 being related to a, a girl. Associated with a girl, yes. California is that high maintenance check because people always talk about you know high taxes. Well, I tell them it's a luxury tax. It's a luxury to live in California, or you think about it as high maintenance. Yeah, she's high maintenance, but fuck, she's fine, bro. Exactly. That's what I'm telling. She's a badass bitch with a fucked up attitude, bro. You know, California has it all. Like you, you you walk into it a nice. Hey, all the homies, you walk in and I'm like, I want to go home. Like God, and seriously, <laughs> we just got here, man. I'll take you. We just got here, but that's pretty much what California is, bro. High, so high maintenance. Did they answer your questions? No, but it's, well, it I, I, I didn't even get to answer. I, I, I think Lou I got close to answering your question. I, no, well, you, okay, but you gave me three teams that people from California could have went for. Southern it's California. like this. That's fine, Tony. Mm-hmm. I got you. It's who, winning. Who? Pacheco. Okay. It's what? winning. It's winning. Yes. Whoever Lakers win. So we all go for the Lakers. Dodgers win. We all go for the Dodgers. Football, whoever's winning. And he went to the 49ers. Why? Because at his age, what were they doing? Yeah, they started winning, correct. I went for the Cowboys. You know why? At my age, they were winning. It's all about who wins. And, 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 that's a, and that's a good point, too, that maybe because of that, I was I – was, uh, Loyal Niner fan, but my boy, my boy Vince here, he's been true to his team, and he can't say the same thing that you and I have. You, you your Cowboys have a, a storied uh, history. My Niners have a storied history. Our, our our teams have a storied rivalry. His team, the Chargers, as, as much as I they like rooting for them as a second team, just because of the local team, they don't have that that storied franchise, and yet. He's still rooting for them. That's that's a loyal fan. I mean, probably more loyal than you and I because at least well, we have something to fall back on. He doesn't. I've decided not to buy anything from the Cowboys until we do something. So, Jerry Jones, if you're listening, win, motherfucker. Or I'm, I'm firing <laughs> your ass because I'm more of a loyal Cowboy fan. Than, I've been a Cowboy fan before Jerry Jones, bro. You know, I've been a Cowboy fan. When, when I went to go to Oxnard and, and – uh, Romo got paid all that money, and I'm on the sideline, and I'm yelling, hey, you better start doing better. Stop throwing interceptions with all that money we paid you and shit. And all of a sudden, a ball comes flying our way and shit almost hits us. But, yeah, bro, I, I go every year talk shit. Uh, Des Bryant I was talking shit to one year. No, actually, I was talking to uh, Brandon Carr came from the sideline. And uh, before I left, my son's trainer, uh, Jeff Webb, 
he told me to tell him, hey, if you see Brandon Carr, tell him. He played with them in Kansas City, and they played with the Chiefs together. And I was on the sideline, and Brandon Carr was walking by. I said, hey, Carr, uh, my boy Jeff Webb said to tell you what's up. He turned around, looked at me, came back, and started talking to me, man. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Here's my next question. In the draft, I shouldn't say it's a question. It's more of a concern. Who was the first guy that got picked this year? Um, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback to ever come out of. Oh, he's pretty he's, much the best ever they're saying right. to be ready. Cool, cool, cool. I heard he got married like a month ago. Yep. No, he got married. Yeah, played himself, kid. I'm telling my old lady. No, he didn't play he, himself. He no, played himself. I heard that podcast. He didn't play, play himself. He played himself, no, kid. He didn't. Uh, no, the, 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 the diamond. He, no. The diamond is so powerful that she played him. No, he didn't play himself. He, he played himself. He, he was numb to the diamond. Dog. Look, dude. He married her before Lou, he signed the contract. What Lou's trying to say is, pussy hair is the strongest element in the world. It'll pull four tractors before that fucker breaks. <laughs> the pussy will make men do the craziest shit ever. Do I don't know about why do countries go to war. I don't know about you know. Uh, I don't know about an NFL contract worth, but dude, yeah. I can't believe it. That's a big I, thing I, with you I, yeah, I Mahomes. Know. I, oh yeah, but at least Mahomes was getting his money before you know he got married. So he you know he had it before. This dude got married before he signed his contract. That means everything after they got married is her half hers. That means she's smart. Oh. I'm not saying Man. that. I'm not saying that. He, yeah, you, you can see it either he played himself or he played she played himself. him. She played down. Hey, was, I think she was just, it me or was this draft shit? Oh, this is one of the best drafts for me. Why would you say that? Because your my team, my team played, I picked very good. Well, the top five. After that, what? Look at what happened with the Cowboys. No, you guys got a good draft. What are you talking we, about? No, we missed our picks. <laughs> Oh, so changing subjects, but yes, you guys got a, you guys got a good pick. You guys got a good, you guys got a great linebacker. I mean, am I still on? Am I still on? Nobody knows how they're gonna pan out until time, time will tell. But ba- ba- on paper, I, I myself, and I'm, I'm talking to you as a 49er fan that I could care less about your crowd, cry girls. You guys had a great pick with this linebacker. What's his name? Mike. Uh, Mike. Uh, what's his name? Mike uh, Par- uh, Parsons. Parsons, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't who we wanted. They, they, uh, of course not. You guys picked what number ten? We wanted certain or or, or uh, Horn. And when they picked? They both went before. Exactly. But they should. But have. for where you guys were at, and you guys didn't move up, you guys got a good pick where you were at. Yeah, the best defensive player they said in the game, but it's not. But, but you know what pisses needs. me off? It wasn't Look at need, the damn bro. Patriots. They didn't have to do anything. And, and who falls in their lap? Who falls in their lap? You got Mac what you needed, Jones. right? I got what I needed. We did it. We got two linebackers, Rudy. We needed a corner. The Patriots are done for a minute, bud. Yeah, I think the Patriots so. Patriots are going to have to rebuild their team. It'll take them about three years. So, right, to, so, so just for the viewers, this has become a sports talk show now. <laughs> hey, you can oh, do it in yeah. Spanish. <laughs> ESPN Deporte. Big Lou. Hey, ahora con ustedes. Big Lou. Eh, Lou Grande. What? <laughs> All right, so what's, uh, what's going on? Well, I, what I want to know is you know, my boy Tony here. I, I usually love 
hearing my boy Tony on the podcast. And today I'm here to be here live to witness this, to witness it live. And my boy Tony's a little quiet. What's new there, compa? He listened to your ass. Am I talking too much, man? I, I, it's, all, it's all the gangster talk and all the. I, I think my compa's can't too. Might be analyzing and informing. <laughs> oh, that's exactly. <laughs> <what> I <I'm doing. laughs> can't tell. Alright, uh, compa, you analyze this enough. You analyze this, not dissect this. These motherfuckers are crazy. He still wants to know why you wore that netted shirt to the USC. <laughs> that was a 1980s style jersey. He wore that shit yesterday at the draft, I bet. There wasn't no fish in there like you described it. It definitely won't fit him right now because it barely fit him back then. <laughs> yes, I'm a little... What the hell you doing, player? He is pouring a drink, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he is pouring Centenario. You off tomorrow? Into a Corona. Put a little bit of that into your Corona there. Oh, shit. I'm not going to tell you when to stop. Just to your taste, brother. I'm not telling you. Oh, that was about it. the same. That looks like a bad idea with all the electronics, yeah. but let's do it. Yes, we're mixing our drinks around the electronics. Without funnels anymore. single guys do it. Shit. Huh? I, seen, I, I don't know. I've seen somewhere on TikTok or Facebook or some bullshit. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was a salute a to the viewers. Corona sunrise. Corona sunrise. How come my shit ain't red? Because you ain't... <laughs> fucker. How come my shit ain't red? Because you ain't putting no red shit in there. Keep it going. Trey, do I want Tony? No, I'm, I don't even know what you guys are drinking right now. You can see the bottles yes. they're passing around, right? Mix it. Yeah. Turn it upside down and have a shot. Have a drink. Hold up, Lou got uh, two got to pour two drinks in there. Oh, yeah, two two drinks? I already filled it up to the brim with the yeah. You need that's the, you need the orange. You need the. Oh, hold on. Nope. Not bad. Not bad, right? Pretty good. Tastes like a margarita. Yep, it does. The beer is still overpowering, but it. With all that other shit in there, it's okay. Yeah, it's not bad, dude. Hey, so what do you guys think of Caitlyn Jenner running for governor? <laughs> Fuck, you can't do any worse than fucking Gavin Pelosi. I, I was going to say you a lot. You know what? Social media drives a lot of shit, man. So she got a lot. Of- <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you just put it in that cup right there. He got a lot more balls than, than uh, Gavin Newsom. Problem is, is... What? No, that's a cover for the orange juice. I probably would have oh. voted more for Kanye as president than I would for her. Hold on, don't go. Really? Yeah, yeah. Or cover the orange juice, that works too. Just fuck of it. Huh? Is it or cover the orange juice, that works too. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. You all right? It's uh, It's interesting, dude. I think that a lot of people are... Uh, they're, they're just that unhappy with, with Gavin Newsom that they're willing to take a shot on Shim. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, I don't know, though. Like, what is he... Homeboy's trying to protect California, dog. Everybody's Who? That motherfucker's he's not trying, trying to protect California. I think, I think he's trying to protect California from a political standpoint. At the end of the day, we don't need that shit. Yeah, I was gonna say you're fucking wrong on that. Like he, because no, when he was when when the shutdown was happening, telling everybody, "Oh, you gotta wear your mask, gotta do shit." He was out having dinner with all the fucking oil people that that he 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 ran on a platform. Oh, we're gonna stop the the fracking and all this bullshit. And he was up there having dinner with all those oil people. Get the fuck out, dude. Human, bro. 
Uh, I'll tell you he what. Got, he's trying to line his pockets. I'll tell you what. Okay, so so we had, we had this freak show with our president as being a reality person. I don't care if they're entertainers or not. As long as you know you're... And, I'm not, and, and yeah, we're, I think what, it, what happened is, too, we're getting... Just like how America voted for Obama. I think we got tired of white presidents running the show and fucking shit up. I think what happened was now we got tired of politicians, so we voted for the you know, reality freaking your fire, dude. And 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 now and now we fucking you know we learned our lesson, but because of that, that kind of opened the doors to other fucking entertainers now. And well, but and but, my entertainer, well, but Ronald Reagan was a fucking uh, so, yeah, but that, no. and, yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. As long as you know your shit and you do your homework and due diligence, people just like the way sh- sh- governor shit. People just like the way Schwarzenegger talks. <laughs> hey, I liked him in Commando, bro. <laughs> so, Commando or Rambo? Who would you pick? Commando, bro. Oh, fuck. That. Uh, yeah, he oh, ran. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. He ran back east. Um, God, what the fuck's his name? Yes, Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. That's right. And he was just as much as a reality star and all that bullshit because he had that TV show about conspiracy theories and aliens and bullshit. And then, aliens. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, who, who was the other motherfucker? There was another. Well, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Jerry Springer. He was governor of some city no, too. He was mayor, mayor, uh, mayor, mayor? of uh, Cincinnati, I think. Uh, I'm like Springfield. Yeah, Cincinnati. right. <laughs> he was a mayor of Cincinnati, wasn't he? Yeah, it may have been. Yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, we we got to draw the fucking line somewhere. Jesus Christ. Do you think what's crazy is right? But he was a politician before he was a reality show. Dude. But it, but if Jenner's gonna win anywhere, it'll be in California. Think about this, bro. Yeah, she ain't gonna win. It's, Gavin ain't going nowhere. Gavin's not going nowhere. I don't think so either. Bro. He ain't going nowhere. He's you don't think so? It's good, bro. It'll cost too much to get him out, right? They have they have the votes to get him out. Well, you know, we got somebody here in Rancho Mirage like spearheading the, the oh, movement. Fuck. Oh, I, I see it that. all the time. Yeah, I forgot. They even got one, a big old flag. It says the uh, D D uh D uh whatever. The Lomortos? Mm. <laughs> the other Lomortos? Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know. There's some dude from here in Rancho Mirage here locally. Uh, He's spearheading the movement. It's called uh this whatever they're doing to the cops, what they wanna take the police away. Defund. Uh, uh, yeah, defund, yeah. Yeah, they wanna defund uh, uh That's the stupidest fucking thing too. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, I know, and be, I know it's a touchy, it's like a, it's a touchy subject about cops, no cops, and and yes, we have bad cops, but we have good cops. And when it's all said and done, let's let's all stop and think about it. What happens when shit goes wrong? We call the cops to come in and decipher the problem between us and our neighbor. You just got to remember, though, defund the police doesn't necessarily mean taking money away from them. No, that's not what it means. It's, no, that's not what it means. What does it mean? It's, it's don't put so much money towards police. It's more, instead of hiring 100 police officers, let's hire 80, and let's hire 20 people that will help certain situations. That's retarded. That's like Walmart, bro. They've already started it. <laughs> they work better. It's more like, instead of sending a cop with a gun to handle a, a, a social disturbance, a domestic disturbance. Fuck that shit. 
You're going to send me into some bullshit like that? I need a gun. I need a dog. I need a taser. They'll, they'll probably have that stuff. But Ooh, the, the, but the, the thing is, <laughs> the person that they're sending is more of a, like the negotiator in a hostage situation. But that's my point, though, because when you get into a situation like if somebody could, hey, look, man, my, my fucking neighbors are screaming and yelling. They're, I, I hear plates breaking, glass breaking. Somebody going to get hurt. Somebody got to get here. If I'm a cop. And I hear that shit. Oh shit! Lights are on. My heart's pumping. Cause now I'm driving I'm super fast to, to get hell yeah. Somebody got one. Somebody getting fucked up and somebody going to jail. Yeah right. We got a runner and that's the wife running to her bedroom. They didn't know they were sending a Mexican and I'm all pinata pair. But but again, that's what defund the police means. Not it's not trying to take money away from them. It's no, just let's were- let's take resources and maybe put them somewhere else instead of always sending a cop over there, which is what's causing all these problems. Let's figure out some other way, some other um Solution? Well, Solution, yeah. Isn't really the crime what's causing the problem, not so much the police? Look, I'm going to tell you what... what what, what's yeah, because on. the police can't handle it. You're sending a hothead that's been working 40 hours. He's tired. So shouldn't they send? Shouldn't they get more cops so that they're not working no, two doubles? No, you're, 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 again, you're, you're, you're giving the, what the problem is. Now you're saying let's just have more of them. No, let's figure something else out. No, because what I'm saying is, like you said, oh, he's been working 14 hours. Well, instead of making him work 16 hour shifts, and at the end of their shift have to do all their paperwork, and then if the good because what happens is they're there, they do their paperwork when they're off the streets, and then if, if the next guy calls out, they have mandatory overtime, they're back out on the fucking street. And that's why cops that are hired and making fifty five grand a year make two hundred and twenty thousand dollars the first year because of all the fucking overtime. That's what the problem is with the police. All these motherfuckers are, are they're fucking tired and they're and they're being made to work hours that, that they can't maintain themselves, they can't maintain the right mind frame uh, for twenty four, thirty six hours, and you want them to go out there and be so motherfucker, I'm, I'm fucking tired. tired. And y'all motherfuckers out here acting like they get bit. Get the fuck down on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I just that, that's an initial reaction. They're like, "Fuck this fool." Right. I need to go home. What the fuck am I doing? Right. And that's why someone else should be sent in that certain situation. Right, but you're gonna send somebody else, a social worker type. He's like, look, guys, boom. And again, it's 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 you're thinking, oh my God, if there's a, a dangerous situation, you're sending a social worker. No, we're sending the social worker for those certain calls that require a social worker. Hmm. They've already tried it in a lot of areas, and it's worked out better. Sending a social worker to nonviolent shit. You know what? I gotta tell you, I used to work for a transportation company. And when we had very severe situations, we used to call the police department, and they didn't do shit. No matter what city we fucking called, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't want to fucking show up. At the end of the day, we had to send a field supervisor to go de-escalate that dangerous situation. I think they need more fucking workforce and to fucking train them better to handle these situations. There's a lot of people out on the streets right now that are mentally challenged 
they have some kind of mental deficiency and we need social workers out there talking to these people to get them the fucking help they need right and i think i think one of the things that they need to do too is they need to hire and and fucking call it what you want dude but you call it segregation whatever but they need to hire people from the community to take care of their community, because and I talked I talked to Rob about this last week, um, was like if if you if you send uh, you know somebody from or that understands the Chicano community or the Black community, and it's probably even more prevalent in their community because if you go as a cop and you try to get hard right off the bat, you, you fucked it all up already. You know what I mean? You can't stand in front of them because now you're squaring up. You stand to the side. You talk to them like a man, low voice. Not everybody needs to know what the fuck is going on. And you handle it one-on-one. A lot of cops get there. They get loud. They'll slide their foot back without knowing that's what they're doing. Fuck, this guy wants to fight. Next thing you know, somebody's getting hemmed up or shot. Right? Because it's those little body nuances that we understand that other people may not. They send these these white kids from from these suburban areas that have never been to to our neighborhoods and don't understand that kind of shit and don't understand that body language and all this shit happens because they don't understand what they're doing in that community. You know what I mean? So I think it's important that they either they either get training about that that level of communication because that's different. Yes. You know what I mean? And that shit that we grew up knowing that we saw that we have instilled in us. We know that shit. But that's also why we can go into any community or any party or any group of people and survive because we understand body language. And and not everybody knows that. And it's very important to understand that when you're dealing with especially in a hot situation. You know what though? I gotta tell you, I'm in sales right now. Right. And they teach us to read the customer. Right? That's the same shit the police need, man. Right. They need to get to know who they're dealing with and how to handle the situation. Absolutely. It's not about being violent with them. It's not about, you know, beating on your chest and I'm the biggest motherfucker out here. You know what I mean? It's about de-escalating, getting to know the situation and finding a fucking solution. They want to take charge in a very masculine, excuse the word, ape kind of way. Right? Because at the end of the day... The world they live in and the world they patrol is a jungle, right? right. So what do you do? You gotta you gotta be the bigger, stronger aggressor. See, but that's what they're getting paid for. No, that, no, no, that's what. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's what they're getting paid for. That's why you need to hire other people to handle de- de-escalating situations. No, when the cops are neat, it's like the SWAT team. You call a SWAT team in for a certain thing. Yes, you're right. Okay, that's why you call the police in for a certain thing, and some some dude arguing with his old lady don't necessarily need a cop. It might need somebody that's been trained to de-escalate the situation, and then if that person feels no, this is this is going sideways, we do need the police. Then you bring the police in. So let let let's talk about like like let's say a cop's out right. And he pulls somebody over. Okay. It's though it's when those kind of things happen, right? Because what's the first thing they want to do? They want to know who you are, and they want you to 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 uh, apply what do what they tell you to do. They want you to comply with their commands, right? The first thing they do is they have their their hand on their gun. 
And automatically, what is it as a human being? What do you do? Put you on the fucking defensive. You're scared. You're not. So you're right not away, totally losing anymore. So right away, you're you're thinking. Right as me, I go back to my childhood, and I'm like, who, who, who? I have to literally catch myself and be like, hey, these fools can't do shit to you. Right. You know. So, so a lot of time, most of this. I mean, think about it. Uh, the police. We need a lot of police. We need all this. 85% of crime is about drugs. 85% of the United States is about drugs. 85% of crime. It, it has something to do with drugs. So these people cry, oh, we need to stop this, stop that, and these people like us, we're doing drugs and we're causing all these problems. Well, they could stop the drugs from coming in, you know? If, if they need to stop, if they need to save Americans and they actually need to search every vehicle, before it comes in, and that's what they need to do, because if if without crime, there's no need for cops. Without these cops, all these cops, they get promotions from drug busts, and then they become judges, and then they become politicians, and then so drugs has a lot to do with 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 um, the way the the law enforcement is, and it goes down from the cops all the way up to the politicians, man. You but know? they're not. But they're not going to stop drugs because that well, creates yeah. money. That's exactly. That's what I'm saying. The more drugs that are involved, the more uh, cops they need, and that that's what 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 making this, you know, the, all these problems, man. Is that's what's making America great again, bro. Oh, it's drugs, bro. If you really want to stop the crime, if you really want to clean up the ghettos, if you really want to do all this, then. Then, then stop the drugs from coming in. Have you not watched <coughs> No Fall Dog? Is the government behind the whole fucking drug trade? Homie? Of course there is. Right. The government's behind everything. Well, ain't nobody in the ghetto got a boat. Yeah, no. If they do, Why they sell dope to get it. shops and liquor stores and shit like that in the neighborhood so we can fucking destroy each other. Right. It's exactly like it. That, bro. It's been like that. And then us as, as people from, we thrive on shit like that. You know, what do you do when you see a new a gun? You like that shit. Hell yeah. Oh, check out this new gun, man. This shit's bad as hell. Like, you know, we're, we're kids. We shouldn't even be coming in contact with that shit, you know? Yep. You're absolutely right. You know, it, it's crazy, bro. My, I have a, uh, I had a, one of my catchers, 13 years old. Um, I coached him since he was eight. And uh, he was white. Mother was a registered nurse. Dad was a firefighter. Came from a perfect place, you know. And they found him uh, with a bullet shot wound to the head. Uh, he, wow. he, uh, he. They say he killed himself. Some people say it's an accident. Um, the uh, sad thing, very sad thing, man. It's pretty much messed up our community it was crazy because I've never been you know I've been to prison and I've never been uh, actually coaching helped me uh, when I got out of prison uh, they, they gave me a chance man they said you know what you ain't got nothing against kids or nothing against women so we're gonna give you a chance and it changed me you know and to get up and they asked out of uh, they had three people speak it was his best friend me and his lifelong teacher at St. Teresa's. And uh, I don't know how I did it, bro. I don't know what I said. I can't really remember, but it came back to about being about the kids. 
you know, and that's what a lot of people don't understand uh, what's going on in this world is these kids are our future. You know, everything, everything that we teach them or what they've been through later on in life is going to come out, you know, so for me, um, being there and just saying what I did for the, for, for him and his family. And when I was walking out, I mean, they had firemen there. They had the whole police station there. And I'm an ex-con, dude. I've never done anything like this. You know, I never thought anybody would want me to speak. And when I, when I was done, man, it, it was like people were just telling me, walking up to me, telling me that they needed more people like me in the community, that the kids need people like me in this community. And... and and it just felt like from coming from where I came from, it, it still sticks with me to this day. You know, like people actually care what I had to say, you know, and this kid, I had seen it um, and I caught it. And he had, he had gotten hurt the game about a week before uh, this happened. So he was done for the season. And I had seen, seen him, he had missed a game and he's never missed a game. And the next game, I, 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 he was there, and I said, hey, where were you? I had given him a name, Country. One day, we were at practice, and uh, all the kids are listening to Drake or whatever, and he's all pissed off, not pissed off, but all sad to the side. And I said, what's wrong? He's like, well, Coach, you let everybody listen to their music, and uh, I don't ever get to listen to mine. I was like, what you want? He's like, I like country music. So I said, hey, 20 minutes, every practice, Country got his music. I gave him that name that day. And uh, he was the only, all the other kids are like, oh, turn that off, turn that <laughs> off. And he was sitting in the outfield just dancing. And uh, the day, be, the, a, few, a few days before he passed away, and I looked at him and I told him, hey, where were you? He was like, oh, coach, we we're on vacation. And I looked at him, and I seemed like he had black under his eyes, like he hadn't slept. And I told him, are you okay? He's like, yeah. I said, you know, we need you here, even though, you know, you're hurt. We still need you here. I need you to take score for me and tell me where everybody's doing. He's like, I got you, coach. And uh, that was the last time I seen him, man. I got a call uh, about three or four days later. Man, that broke me to this day, bro, to this day. Uh, and his, his mom was a registered nurse, and she was in the ER working that day when her son came in. And uh, they told her, don't. Don't go in there. And she's like, I'm a nurse. Get, let me, that's my son. Let me in. Sad. Terrible. They had found the uh, 13 signs, uh, 13 reasons on his phone. I guess it was a, 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 a fad that was going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a show, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Man, you've had a lot of tragedy in your life, brother. That was that was terrible, bro. That was probably one of the worst things that I've been through. Cause this kid was innocent, you know. I've been through a lot. Probably brought it upon ourselves, but this was an innocent, innocent kid. That and he was his first time going to public school. He had been in private school his whole life, and he was so excited. And he told me, "Coach, I'm finally going to public school." He'd been at St. Teresa's his whole life, and. Uh, I think that might have did it. Just something different for him? Yeah. Couldn't adjust? Mm-hmm. That's tough. Let me expand on something real quick. Yeah. You said that fire, you, you were with firemen and police and all this stuff, and they said they need more people like you in the community 
So maybe things like that wouldn't happen. It's like to help out the kids. Okay. If that was a, an actual job that paid, would you fill that position? Do you think you can make a difference? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. That's what defund the police means. Instead of hiring 100 cops, they'll hire 99 and one of you. They're still hiring 100 people, but instead of 99 and 100 cops, they're hiring X amount of cops and X amount of people like you. So, you know, they'll get ahead of the game. Tony. I have a question for you. How the fuck are you going to go from that to, ha ha, I was right. No, I understand. That's basically what you... you I'm... I understand. Hey, hey. hey. You know what? Now that I think about it, you might be right, man. They might... No, no, no. I'm not saying you're... No, Seabass says I'm wrong. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that you went from him telling that story to back to, ha ha, fuck you, I was right. I'm just trying to... Make the point that right, that's what it all together. Defund the police is not necessarily take money away from the police, but is take these resources and put them somewhere else. No, but but to be honest with you, man, if America decides to do that, dude, that'd probably be a good thing, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think about it. You're 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 you got people that are going there that don't want to hurt nobody. You know, it, well, the, the fucked up thing is if one of those people get killed, then it's all over. Yeah. You know? I guess it's kind of like when the cops have a, a very severe situation and they have a negotiator come in, right? Right. They're specialized in, in that field on how to de-escalate the situation. My, my question, though, is, let, let me, and I, it, it's like playing devil's advocate, but not really because I think about it and I'm like, yeah, you know what? You'd probably be really good at that, but at the same time, how devastating of a job would that be if you went and even if one person that you thought you had that you were going to help that that you you felt was like making a change and something happened like how destroyed would you be bro i got to say i used to be a dispatcher right for a transportation company right i thought about dispatching for 911 Boy, that takes a lot of fucking balls. Man. Dude, I tell you what, my sister did it for many years, almost twenty years. And she, yeah, dude, she's. I don't know how. Like, I almost did. I applied for it, and we had talked, and she would tell me some of the shit that she was going through, and I'm like, holy shit. Dude, I I YouTube nine one one calls, and that helped me to put things in perspective. There's some crazy shit that oh people have recorded either themselves calling the cops or yes. the cops' calls being recorded. Like, it's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. 911, can I help you? But, yeah, my sister just stabbed my brother and shit. Like, yeah. Well, there, there was one story that she told me about that there was a girl that her husband was beating the shit out of her and she was calling from the trunk of the car. And he could, he, she could, she says, oh my God, he's stopping, he's stopping. And he says, she said, all I could do was stay on the phone with her. He said, I could hear him beating the shit out of her. He said, but I had to stay on the phone. And, and, I'm, and while I'm on the phone, I'm trying to get on the phone with, with whoever her cell phone company is to see if I can get a ping to find out at least more or less where they are so they can at least go look for her. And she said, I'm, I'm hearing this woman just scream at the top of her lungs for her life. And I'm like, 
fuck it, I don't want the job. I'm cool. I, I, cause I told my mom like, I, oh, you know what? I want to be a psychiatrist. I thought about it first. She said, Miko, are you serious? She said, are you? She said, I th- you could, but what if somebody you were helping you couldn't help and they ended up taking their own life and shit? I was like, it was mingling to your point. You know what? I heard a story. Okay, when I called the nine one one, when I YouTube nine one one calls, I heard a story about a guy who worked in a recycling center. Okay. And he was way in the back somewhere, and somehow he got caught in the oh, fucking yeah. bailer. Oh, shit. So, dude, like, you could hear this guy just... He was saying, please tell my mom that I love her. And he was gasping for air, and he was... His last breath, it's just heartbreaking. Like, what the fuck? I couldn't do that shit. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, no, you, you, you have to have the... the um, no exactly. I mean, like to your point, I mean, we're concerned, like you know, okay, if, if there was so such, if there was such a job for Rob on, to do man. what, what so he was doing, you drowned four of your Fucking kids. Fucking let Lou talk. You drowned four of your kids, and and <laughs> you're trying to kill yourself. All right. Well, Thank you. Thank you, Sebastian. So to your point, though, I mean, like you said, you know, how, you know, you know, be able to get a job like that, and how how can you deal with this, this kind of stuff? It happens. I mean, whether it be a, a firefighter, a policeman, but. Especially those who, who who work in as an EMT. <laughs> EMT. Yeah, hey, crack dealers get shot all the time. You imagine, yo man, I got shot. They got EMT ambulance, <laughs> EMT ambulance drivers, and those who work in, in in the ER or you know the hospital that know that not every person that they touch or work with is gonna come out okay. You just have to desensitize yourself well, to be able to touch them. But again, you have to have that kind of mentality, that kind of um, willpower, that kind of. You just have to be able to. The mentality to know that not everybody's going to make it. Exactly. You just got to decompartmentalize everything. Exactly. You you can't make everything personal. It's it's a. It's you're you're. I'm not going to throw out names, but my wife works for a, a company that deals with uh, funerals, uh, funerals, and 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 you, you you develop a clientele, and you just you can't make everything personal all the time because otherwise, yes, if you make everything personal and that, and to a certain degree, yes, it's personalized because you, I mean we're human. You 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 talk to a person after a while, you develop some kind of a bond. But you have to learn how to separate yourself from business and personal, because otherwise, yeah, by the time the day's over, the week's over, you're gonna need your own psychi- psychological help. So you know? you're saying like people work at the more they could like sit there and have lunch with a dead body. Next yes, to yeah, have to. They should. I mean, if, if you can't do that, then you're in the wrong business. Yeah, my wife worked at the ER at Desert and the one at Eisenhower. You know, and big difference. You get people at Eisenhower with heart attacks and old losing you know, once in a while. Desert was trauma, where a lady came in with her son. Oh, I got a headache. She dies right there in the emergency room, and the four-year-old kid sitting there. Where's my mom? Where's my mom? That was hard on her. She couldn't take it, so she had to leave Desert and go. She like go with the old people. They get in there with chest pain. You know, they live their life already and stuff. But that was pretty sad, man. She used to come home. I used to tell her, stop. Stop every night, you know, emergency room in desert. Just stop telling me. She's just human, but it's it's hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, if you're going to be in that industry, you have to learn how to 
Yeah, but I used to tell her, like, I can't hear that stuff, you know. You you, you can because that's your job. Like, I don't want to hear it, man. You know, and I used to feel bad, but it was that bad, you guys. I'm talking, like, bad. But you lived a, 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 a lifestyle that a lot of us can't relate to. So to you, you probably, I don't know, it was a trigger or some kind of a switch. Yeah. That would take you back to a certain, uh, a bad time in your life that you didn't really want to hear that stuff. Death is back to your own trauma. Yeah, death. I, I to have your a, trauma, yeah. I have a hard problem, especially dealing with with kids, man. You know, I'm a big. Uh, I like. I'm. I'm a for foster kids. That's me because I was a foster kid. And there's not a lot of things for foster kids out there, so I would. Uh, I would love to donate. I do donate and stuff to Alex uh, Smith's pro. He had. A, he had a thing because I don't know if you guys know, like kids in the system. When they turn 18, they're pretty much dumped on the side of the road, you know, and they, a lot of them don't have families. They don't know who their parents are. They don't have brothers, nothing. So it's like, a, I think like 75 to 80% of the foster children end up in prison, you know, so, yeah, they have a, they, they have a, a, a they, they're starting now to have programs for these, you know, these, these kids and, and, but, dude, it, it's bad, man. It's bad out there, especially for, you know, these foster kids who don't have nobody or nothing. And, you know, I was, we were lucky to have our mom snap out of it and, and get off the drugs and get us back. But for a lot of those kids, man, they don't even know where their mom's at, you know. So for those type of programs, and I, I, I for anybody, man, if you guys can, you know, donate to those type of places and stuff because those are the type of places that really need help you know I agree man I mean out here in TP we got like the, the safe house we did at, at, at a, the company I used to work with we did a lot of work with them we used to go pick the kids up take them to the safe house and even now man we our kids we have them gut out their closet you know they grow out of clothes and shoes and stuff like that I just gather everything and take them right over there man I mean we even take them I have a, a five year old daughter so as she grew out of her stuff diapers and stuff like I just take them there man because there's kids that are in need you know what right. I mean? there's there's teenage kids that that are pregnant you know what i mean that they need baby clothes they need diapers they need the support you know what i mean and, and it's all about the kids because if you if you could change the pace of their life early it changes the the perspective the projection of, of their yeah there's a lot of people in that through my journey i think i was seven when i went to foster home and uh, to this day, man, uh, a couple of uh, counselors that found me drunk. I was 13 on the side of a road drunk. And uh, I, I went back to the uh, placement and I woke up and I thought I was being, you know, locked down because they have different levels if you fuck up. And he didn't say anything, man. And that weekend was a visit from my mom. And if I didn't, uh, if I, he knew that. But if I would have been in trouble, I wouldn't have been able to get a visit with my mom that weekend. And wow. So, he, and he was, dude, there was a few of them, man. There's there's good people out there, you know, there really is. And, and I've seen it, and being in probably 25 different foster homes, uh, I've been around people with money, people black, white, uh, Asian, 
say Asian, right? Yeah. Uh, not Oriental. And, uh, not Oriental. Seen different styles, different ways. People used me as a slave. Dude, I was working for some Mexican restaurant people, and they, I was smashing cans at three in the morning. I thought you were gonna say beans. <laughs> and that's in prison. No, but nah, man. It, I mean, it, I would wake up at three in the morning, go to work, fucking, then come back, take a shower, go to school, and then come back and, and go back to the restaurant and work and. Dude, it was rough, man. It was rough, you know. All right, Rob. You said a lot of fucking sad stories today. <laughs> we got to go out on a happy one. Do you have a happy story to share? Um, no, Vince. There, you have there a was a happy. <laughs> I just want to say something, okay? Okay. My best homie is Rob right here, homie. I just want to say that that's my best homie, and he has told me so many fucking stories that it makes me fucking proud of him. That he is who he is today. That he is the father that he is today. That he is the man who he is today. He challenges himself every fucking day to do the best that he possibly can. To be the best fucking human that he can. How fucking proud of him, man. Awesome. You know what I mean? At the end of the fucking day, he could have gone the other way. He could have lived a fucking criminal lifestyle. But he decided to make a fucking change. And that's what we need. Our community needs to make a change to impact our youth. And he does that. Absolutely. I try, bro. Just seeing out here, Milo, uh, his friend. Dude, you know that kid a lot, bitch. Fuck, whatever, man. And, he, and they all show me the same love, bro. Every time any one of these kids see me, they'll stop. They'll be in the middle of a basketball game, call timeout. And if I'm walking away, they'll run up to me to give me a hug and tell me bye or something. That's good. It's crazy, dude. And it's just from me just always sticking up for them. So my other story, guys, it's always, there's, always, uh, there's always hope. There's always uh, uh, the future to look forward to. So if you guys are in a slump, just learn from our boy Rob here that uh, uh, no matter how dark the tunnel is. No, no matter how dark it is at the time, there, there's if you if you look long enough, you'll find that there is a light at the end of that tunnel. There's always a silver lining. You just gotta keep looking for it. There you go. That's that too, man. It, it takes people to show you that, and that's what Pacheco did, man. There you go, Pacheco. You it's a what? pecking order, bro. You know what? <laughs> let, let me say this, homie. Let, let me just say this. Pacheco to me. To me, because I don't kick it with him like that. Right. Has been all the influence that Rob has needed to fucking make a difference in Rob's life. You know what I mean? Right. It's so fucking deep, and it goes through so many fucking different layers. Maybe the wife don't understand it. Maybe the kids don't understand it. But to Rob, it's fucking personal because it's fucking made a difference in his fucking life. Right. It's made the life change that he needed. I don't know if you if you understand the level of respect that he has for you, but he fucking loves you, homie. He knows. I got to tell you that. No, he does. Do you know, Tony? I, yeah, but maybe not... He's speechless. Oh shit! Yeah. Like, Maybe yeah, from Rob, yes, but I didn't know that Rob necessarily shared that that word in, in a sense. I oh, guess man. you could say. Everybody. I'm from the outside looking in, I'm telling you, he loves the shit out of you. He respects the shit out of you. You've done so many fucking things in his life. I don't know what the fuck those things are. <laughs> but I'm telling you, every time that we came here, Pacheco. <laughs> 
He always, uh, yeah, I don't know how you know. He always, he always talks about it. He, he's that was like one of the first things that he said to me that night at your house, the first time I met him. Yeah, I know what it is. Pacheco likes his tequila, but it's really dog shit. <laughs> but we drink it anyways because he likes it. But watch, but, but, but watch, but watch, because he just sips it and then dances around every time it touches his lips. That's being a good friend, right? I know, I know, I know. It's almost closing time. It's almost closing time. But to Vincent's point a little bit earlier, we're talking about you know your 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 storybook, your picture book of life. Goes to show their compa and Tony. Tony's my compa, and I've not, and 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 I I I myself. Let's give the story a gas pedal, shall we? Yes, yes, yes. I I, I also give, have a lot, a lot of respect for my love, my I love and respect for my compa Tony. But goes to show that you you put a lot of pictures in your storybook of life. But anyway, that's my that's my two cents. What the fuck? I love that, that I, I love that I said that and it was like I hit the one and a half times button. Hey, you know, all the time. Hey, when I I didn't know that existed, so I'm texting. Hey, why the fuck are you guys talking like chipmunks? <laughs> and they say hit the other button in the corner. Like, oh shit. Anyway, so I I mean I've known Tony the longest. Uh, probably out of everybody here, he's never done shit for me. So we're just gonna. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you know if that shit comes around and how I feel about it then. But for right now, I'm not gonna get out of here. Yeah. Sometimes it's just words, man. It's not even things. It's just the right words at the right time. No, you know what? I. I. You know, I lived here for. I came back and I've been here a couple of years before I actually contacted him. We went out to go eat. The dude that was doing the show with me at the time decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And I reached out to Tony and I said, "Hey, listen, I'm doing this thing. I said, I'd love for you to try it out." I said, "I think we're, I think we're the same enough and and far enough apart on shit enough to make this really work." And yeah, right. Am I the fat one, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I saw your face. It's cool. It's cool. You ain't that much, but you're a little bit, little bit, um, But you know what? It's it, it's been. It's funny because he does bring a totally different perspective. He's he's he has opened my eyes on certain shit. Doesn't mean I like it, but he's you brought shit to my it. attention. And I never liked anything. Yeah. See <laughs> your eyes open, like yeah, fuck. right, like fuck motherfucker. Fuck. I thought I was doing shit right the whole time. Yeah. Well, Mingo, have you ever thought about doing it this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your son, he's like, Take your yeah. fucking spray butter and go on, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I may have to give my son a fucking hug. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. In look, private. In private. I, I gotta lie, dude. Don't touch me. I gotta lie. He's looks so much happier lately, man. I don't know if it's because he's jamming now or shit. Not because all you fuckers hug him. It's, it's, it's because all you fuckers hug him when you see him. I don't have to no more. I'm good. <laughs> Rob, any final words? Nah, man. Just give your kids a hug today. <laughs> Love them little motherfuckers. Cause Vince, any final words? Yeah, everybody just show love to each other. You know, we just got to grow with each other. Thank you for joining us on the podcast tonight. I know that's not why you came, but we're glad that you did. Thanks, Vince. Tony, any final words? Yeah, I, I got to go out of the box. Um, my cousin Ermin, my goddaughter Erica's birthdays are this Sunday. So got that's Chad's mom and sister. So happy birthday to you two. Lou? Yeah, you know, talking about giving our kids hugs. Yeah, my, my son's back from college, so reunited and it feels so good. I have all reunited. four of my kids at home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to, my, to the family. 
use them for labor? I sure do. <laughs> Especially tomorrow, they're gonna help me with they're gonna help me with the yard <laughs> yard work, kids. We're waking up tomorrow to do some yard work. So yes. Did you get them all Home Depot vest? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. You probably got on the back of Home Depot. <laughs> we work eighty bucks a day, kids. My final words is yes. Speaking from experience, hug your children. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> all right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out. We appreciate you. Love you. See you soon. Peace. Okay. Wing, wing, wing. I'm done.